Welcome, everyone, to our 27th episode of DNA Takeover. Without further ado, let's get into our first segment called The Quote of the Week. And basically, this is me and Eric's way of spreading some positivity, some positive vibes, because you know what? Why not? So uh, this week's Quote of the Week is, it takes many good deeds to build a good reputation and only one bad one to lose it. That is so, see, mm-hmm. in a way, that's kind of sad, but at the same time, it's so true. It is. It happens with sports all the time. Exactly. Sports in our lives. Yeah. It's like you can have an athlete who does like so good, and then all of a sudden, like he does one bad thing, you're like, oh, I don't like him anymore. You know what I mean? And and some, you know what it is also like. So there's some organizations that's like that's very tough. So in other words, you could do good for you could have one good year, and then the next year you just have like a couple bad games, and they will just trash you, bro. Everyone Mm -hmm. will trash you. So that's. In a way, it's sad, but also it's the truth, man. I love that one. That's a good one right there. Yeah. Thanks, man. So it is, it takes many good deeds to build a good reputation and only one bad one to lose it. And that was said by no other than the guy on the $100 bill, Benjamin Franklin. Wow, man. They already, they already knew about that from back in the day, man. They already knew about <laughs> it. <laughs> they they oh, already knew man. I was going to, they already knew we were going to use it on DNA Takeover episode 27. So. Exactly. See, they knew that specifically too. It wasn't just any normal <laughs> one. They knew it specifically. Episode twenty-seven, <laughs> D and E takeover, right? Exactly. They knew that right away. They knew that right away. <laughs> but, um, either way, man, say it one more time for the people in the back, and then we'll keep it going. All right, sounds good. One last time, it is. It takes many good deeds to build a good reputation, and only one bad one to lose it. And that was said by no other than Benjamin Franklin. So shout out to Ben. But um, we move on. And uh, Eric, we do have an audio message, right? So I'm going to play it if you don't mind. Yes. Before you play it really quick, I just wanted to um, mention one more thing about, like, the announcements. Also, ladies and yeah. gentlemen, feel free to share the show. That's what I wanted to say as well. But we don't say that enough. Um, but basically, just feel free to share your show to your fans and friends and family. And also, if you have Instagram, feel free to share it on your story. Stuff like that, you know, to help us just get out there even more. But that's all I wanted to say. All right. Go ahead, David. <laughs> Beautiful. Awesome. Yeah, that's true. But, um... We have an audio message from no other than Lava Man himself, Jeff Green. Shout out to Jeff. And uh, let's we're going to play your audio message. Hey, 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 let's go, Buffalo. D-Rod. Oh, nine. Eric Hines, what up? It's your boy, Dr. Lava Man himself. Just checking in on my on my youngins. What up, my guys? <laughs> Bill's up? Mafia all, all the way. I'm going to the game this Sunday against the Texans. Nice. Crazy. Oh, that's awesome. That should be a that's good win, awesome. too. Yeah, good that's, a, win. that's a perfect game to go to right there. No Tyler yeah. Taylor, Davis Mills. Ah. <laughs> then, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. There, wasn't there one week where they where they where their defense was insane? Or was that, was that last yeah, week? Against the Dolphins. They won 35 and they won 35-0. They shut them out. Exactly. So you already know that defense is, what is, 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 is real. You know what I mean? The defense is going to stack. I'm going to say Bills Mafia is going to have a fun, fun day. That is guaranteed. Field day with them. Jeez, man. <laughs> Jeez. That's going to be fun to watch, man. But at least if you're a Texas fan, it's not going to be fun at all. But no, uh, with the it'll be fun for the Bills. But, I mean, hey, man, you still got good players like Brandon Cooks on that team. Unfortunately, you know, it can't really do much. But <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but shout out to Jeff Green, man. Love yeah, you, man. man. We appreciate you. And – 
for I'll, like David, I'll let, like I'll answer for myself and then you can answer for yourself. But like, what's it going? I'm doing good. You know, thank you for checking in. Love that man. Appreciate it. Thank you for asking. You know, you know, people don't usually ask us that much. You know, like at the same time, like even though like we're talking about sports, like you know, no, like people don't really like come on here and be like, how are you guys doing? You know, so like, thank yeah. you. Very, that. very personal, man. And I have to agree with Eric. I'm also doing well at the moment too. But uh, I hope you're doing good too, love man. Thanks for asking. Exactly. We love that, man. We love it. But David, really quick, we have another audio message from Loudly Men again, man. Do you mind if I play that really quick? Let's do it. All right, here we go. Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. What happened to meet me at the rim, though? <laughs> like, what happened to meet me at the rim? <laughs> like, yo, when is that coming back, bro? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love, you know what's funny? He came in last show, and he was like, what's up, meet me at the rim? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, David, I'm gonna I'm gonna like try to explain it. Tell me if I explain it wrong. Then like or like you can right. jump in as well. But what's about well, basically Lobby Man, what we did was um like we said, we talk about all sports now, right? And Meet Me at the Rim was kind of just catered strictly towards basketball, hence the name, you know, like Meet Me at the Rim. But um <laughs> basically now we're in a we're in not a situation. That's like that's like a negative word, or something yeah. take it as a negative word. I would say we're in a um a position now where we're a, we we want to expand and that's exactly what we did. So now our name is Dini Takeover, and eventually yeah. you might see the name Meet Me at the Rim come back, but not like as like the the head of like the podcast. You know what I mean? Possibly mm-hmm. like as as like a smaller little segment. segment, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and also, season... go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, no, I say also the reason why we switched to Dini Takeover, just like Eric said. Meet me at the room was just strictly basketball, and if we change the DNA takeover, it was more gave us the opportunity to expand to other, and talk about other sports. Exactly, basically. And you know, and we, you know, we still we, talk we, about them. Yeah, we still talk about basketball for sure, but at the same time, you know, we like we love so many other sports. You know, we couldn't just keep that basketball, man. Come on, we had exactly. to, we had to expand, we had to grow, man. We had to keep growing, but um. What's it called? You know, basketball season's right around the corner, man. So you might, you, you'll probably see it. You'll probably see it sooner than later. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's cr- it's coming up. It's creeping up. Exactly, bro. Hey, I'm excited, man. This is gonna be a good season. <laughs> I mean, I I'm excited, but like to an extent because there's stuff going on with our team, David. But uh, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll get to talk about that at other times. But other than that, David, <laughs> we're going back over to you. Go ahead, bro. All right, man. So basically, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go over Eric's prediction that he had on the game that happened on Monday between the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. So, ladies and gentlemen, Eric predicted that um, what's his name? That the Cowboys were going to beat the Eagles thirty to seventeen, and the Cowboys did beat the Eagles by a score of forty-one to twenty-one. So they kind of blew them out of the water. So you get a point for the the team winning, but however, I can't give you a point for the score. But um, also, you said that Dak Prescott was going to have above 250 passing yards. And I'm sorry, but Dak Prescott only had 238 passing yards. (laughs) So I cannot give you a point for that. Say it again, because I might might have just, like, interrupted you low-key with, with, like, my reaction. But, like, (laughs) it's all good. I said, Dak, you you predicted that Dak Prescott was going to have above 250 passing yards. And Dak Prescott had 238 passing yards. So, so. Why I... <laughs> oh, Wait, my, bad, my bad. I just got a call again. I don't, that always happens. <laughs> the show. It's so annoying. But um, uh, that's so annoying, man. Even if I was <laughs> both yards, it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, whatever, bro. Yeah. 
But uh, oh, but you do get a point off of this one. You said that Jalen Hurts, quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles, we're gonna have at least one inter- interception. So that means one or more. And uh, he did. He promised you that. He got you two interceptions. So Thank you get a point for that. So that, that leaves you off with two out of four points. It takes your total up to fourteen. Indeed, man. So now you know we take the lead, fourteen to twelve. Easy E family, stand up, man. <laughs> Easy E family, stand up. We're here. Uh, we taking points, and we're in the lead. We're the underdogs. I'm, I'm gonna keep saying it, David. We're the underdogs. Not the underdogs. You're not the. No yes, one's an underdog. Are, in a, no underdog. one's an underdog in a prediction game. It's all chance. Mm, I don't know about <laughs> that, man. All right, uh, but either either way, we take the lead. With it, bro. I'm happy with it. I'm just. A little upset with Dak, though. I'm not gonna lie, but at the end of the day, he really didn't have to do much. Like, dude, it was mm-hmm. it was so easy. They they just they just destroyed them. It, was it really was. It, it really was a blowout from start to finish. But um, if you don't mind, I'm gonna go over the stats of this game. If you don't, if you don't mind. Oh, really quick before you do. Also, I just yeah. like you know, I want to let everybody know that we're also allowing like people in um in what people that are listening right now to also have a prediction game themselves, in other words, right? And I have written down here, unless I'm mistaken and I'm completely bugging, but I thought I saw it. <laughs> Hold up. I might, I, ladies and gentlemen, I might be bugging out. It's okay. No. Eric. Wait. No bugging. No, no, no. Eric. I wasn't bugging. All right, we're going to work. All right, good. So, All right. Mr. Motivations, a person that usually listens to this show, I don't know if he's in here right now, but he, us- he, um, he has two points right now, I believe, or one point, one of the two, right? Oh no, he has two. He has two points in the in, two, yeah. in the prediction game for the um for the people that listen right now and no one else that has participated yet. But we're still giving him the dub. We're still going to give him the credit, right? And he did have a prediction on this game, and he only predicted the score. But we still got to give him. Oh, never mind. I still, I still have to call him out either way. He said the <laughs> Eagles were going to win thirty three to twenty eight, and oh, you know, that was that was a little bit far fetched, my guy. That was a little bit far fetched, <laughs> but that's okay. not right. Unfortunately, we cannot give him any of the points. We had two points in that one right there. We can't give him any of them. So he stays with two. And ladies and gentlemen, listen, you could you could participate right now. You know, like if you participate in the next prediction game, you could possibly catch up to him. You never know, right? It's a new it show. Sounds like a, time. It sounds like a tele telemarketing commercial. And it's like, if you buy this right now, you can get the bundles in the next five minutes. No. Right now. <laughs> yeah. No, we're not trying to that... scam you. We're not trying to scam you though. <laughs> I don't it's know why, but free. the way you presented it, the way you presented it, it reminded me of like, like one of those things. Carry on. Oh my gosh, man! I, I guess I used to be a little bit of a salesman, so like I guess like, that's like a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, if you if you participate now, you can do it. <laughs> no, but either way, man, I just want to put that out there just for anyone like you know, if they want to make predictions, feel free, man. It's a safe space for you guys to make predictions. But um, with that being said. Now, David, or do you want to go through the audio message first? Or do you want to do the game no, first? No, let's do the audio message first, clear it out, and then we'll regroup. All right. Word, word, word. All right, here we go. Here is Lava Man himself. Here we go. It's here. All right, man. That, that makes sense, youngins. That makes fucking sense, youngins. <laughs> that makes sense. Makes sense. Thanks. All right, all right. Another thing. Y'all got to come on DJ Sports... One of these days to do a game cast with me, bro. Let's do it. Yeah. Or on Jeff Green Network. So if y'all wanna if y'all wanna do a game cast with me, because I do wanna do one, I do wanna invite you and D-Rod on you and D-Rod and uh, Eric 
on the Jeffrey Network one Sunday afternoon or one Sunday night so we can do a game cast. Either a Giants game, a Jets game or something. Um, that effect. Um, yeah, just hit me up on that. Yeah, definitely, man. We would definitely consider it. But um, it, it has to be... It has to be either a Giants game because I don't know if I can watch the Jets do terrible. Bro, I don't know. You, you think you can watch the Giants do terrible then because it doesn't matter. Nah, at least oh. the Giants, they're a little better, you know? Hold up. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, be the fact that he brought that up. I have to say this. The power right. rankings came out, what was it, for this week? For week three? Yeah. At least? Not, not week four. <laughs> week three, right? And mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, there are 32 teams in the NFL right now. Right, <laughs> and guess where the Jets and the Giants are? Just guess. One you know, and two. Nah, just just remember <laughs> that thirty-two and thirty-one. Oh my god. Uh, so for any for David, the fact that you're like, I can't watch the Jets suffer. It's like, yo, the Giants are just as bad. Just as bad. Yeah, but they're they're a little better. See, they're a little better by one by, <laughs> by one oh ranking. Oh my gosh. But um, shout out to Jeff Green. But uh. Without further ado, let's get into the stats of these games, or of this game at least, the Cowboys and Eagles. So let's go over to the loser side, the Eagles. And uh, Jalen Hurts had a rough night. Let's just admit it. He went 25 for 39, 326 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions. Also, he ran nine carries for 35 yards. And Miles Sanders had he had more running. Just, uh, Jalen Hurts had more rushing yards than both of the running backs combined. Oh. And uh, Miles Sanders had 27 yards. And Kenneth Gainwell had only two yards for one carry. But um, in the receiving, he had the leading receiver was Dallas Gogert with uh, two receptions for 66 yards. And then Zach Ertz right behind him with four receptions, 53 yards, one touchdown. Jalen Rager with five receptions, 53 yards. And then, of course, with the other touchdown, Greg Ward, one reception for 15 yards and a touchdown. So not that much really in the receiving part as well. It was just a slow offensive day pretty much everyone everyone on the Philadelphia Eagles. But um, also fumbles, you had Fletcher Cox, who for, uh, recovered a fumble in the end zone, which gave him a score and gave him a touchdown. So he got he scored one-third of the Philadelphia Eagles points. The defensive, <laughs> the defensive end scored one-third of the Philadelphia Eagle, Eagles points. It's kind of bad. But um, pretty much this uh, J- uh, Jevon Hargrave, he had a – forced fumble and two sacks, tackle for a loss. But that's basically all she wrote for this devast- uh, devastating game for Philadelphia Eagles. But um, without further ado, let's move on to the Cowboys. And then I'll ask you your overall opinion on this game. But um, the Cowboys, Dak Prescott went, had a very good game, went 21 for 26, threw 238 yards with three touchdowns and no interceptions. And guess who woke, guess who woke up? Guess oh. who woke up? I know you better say. I know you better say. Ezekiel Elliott just woke up, man. He woke up. He had 17 carries for 95 yards. You might be like, all right, that's pretty good. But he added on two touchdowns with that to go along. He averaged 5.6 yards per carry. And right behind him was Tony Pollard Pollard with 11 carries for 60 yards, averaging 5.5 yards per carry. And then receiving area, you got Dalton Schultz with six receptions, 80 yards, and two touchdowns. So he had a big night for him as well. C.D. Lamb with three receptions, 66 yards. Amari Cooper, three receptions, 26 yards. Ezekiel Elliott, three receptions, 21 yards. So everyone was getting involved a little bit. But yeah. then again, guess what? In the fumbles area, <laughs> in the fumble section, you got Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott's eating Daniel Jones' popcorn. 
And if you don't know that reference, go check it out on the last episode on Spotify. You know, we referenced Daniel Jones' popcorn because Daniel Jones has fumbles in almost every single game of the season he's played. So everyone's been dipping their fingers in Daniel Jones' popcorn. And so has Dak Prescott because he had two fumbles in this game and he lost one. So that's not good regarding the turnover-wise. But also interceptions, you had Anthony Brown with interception and you had Trevon Diggs with one interception. I think he returned it for 58, 59 yards. I don't know if it was a touchdown. I think so, but I could be wrong. But um, after that, that's pretty much all she wrote as well. Just, just overall to sum up this game, Cowboys dominated the Eagles offensively and defensively. So, Eric, after reading, after listening to those stats and overall watching the highlights of the performance of the game between the Eagles and the Cowboys, what is your overall opinion on this game that happened on Monday night for division rivals? You know, for me, it wasn't, again, like I said, it wasn't like very, like, it was, I think it was pleasing to watch for like from a neutral standpoint, right? Because like high scoring game, um, domination to be honest it was it was like it was pretty cool to watch now was it the best game to watch no obviously because like we always love like the nail biters you know what i mean the mm-hmm. the come down to a last play um type of games but um overall if i'm looking at it from looking at the stats too um i only caught like the, the towards the end of the game but um it's just it just showed this was more of a just a dominating performance and more of a, um what would you say I'm looking for the word. In other words, trying to like just proving that they're 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 um they're they're here. You know, what I mean, for the Dallas Cowboys. In other words, in other words, this was like kind of just a. I said dominate. Oh, right homecoming. For different... A homecoming. Not homecoming. Their... I would. Ah, uh, there's a word that I forgot, but there's a word that I use. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me get my dictionary real quick. Hold up. Nah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's no, but overall, what I'm saying is basically, um. This was a dominating performance for the Dallas Cowboys, and it was a statement game. There it is. There That's we go. Right. We found it. Yeah, this is a statement game for them. In other words, basically showing that how bet how much better they are than the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, and also to show now, I did see a couple like memes here and there, like, "Oh, the Dallas Cowboys are gonna go to the Super Bowl now." It's like, no, all right, no, relax. No. You know what I mean? Like, calm down. Like, calm down. But overall, it's a, it's a good win for them. Overall, nothing too much to take from it though. And also, I want to mention this. Um, it's, I, I find it, I'm glad that Ezekiel Elliott was, was able to have a good game. Cause you know, like we've, we've said it over here. I've heard it from our other friends as well. And, and other people as well saying like how, like he kind of like fell off a little bit, you know? So it's good to see him perform in this game. Right. And I also mm-hmm. want to talk about how the fact that like this team, no matter who they rest, I feel like they're always going to have someone running that's decent, you know, maybe not elite, but decent as in. When Ezekiel Elliott's out, you have Tony Pollard. You know what I mean? And he's been playing mm-hmm. well, too, this season. Yeah. So, I really want – I just want to shout that out right there. Realistically, this Dallas Cowboys team, in my opinion, I feel like at any given moment they can just go crazy. Their offense is really good, in my opinion. I, I think, like, they have all the assets that they need in order to be a very lethal team. It's just that they have to be that lethal team, you know? Yeah. They got to become – that top elite team, which is very hard to come by, but it takes time. But to piggyback off of what you said, I like when you mentioned Ezekiel Elliott because remember a couple episodes back, uh, we were talking about the most overrated player in the NFL. Exactly. You know, and I chose Ezekiel Elliott. I thought he was over, over, overrated because of the amount of money he was getting paid. He was getting paid like an elite uh, 
running back and he was doing mediocre kind of things, average things. But in this game, I know the season didn't start off well for him, like not not that hot, hot. But hopefully, maybe this is the game that kind of makes the engine turn a little bit, makes it makes it start warming up a little bit because what it looks like, Ezekiel Elliott, 95 yards, 17 carries for two touchdowns. I mean, I'll take that any day of the week. He doesn't even have to break 100 for me. As long as he gets the scores and runs like a powerhouse, I'm taking it all. I'm taking it all. But I'm going to say, I like how you mentioned Tony Pollard as well. I mean, he's a, he's very, he's a good, he's good, uh, uh, a good running back as well. I mean, he helps out Ezekiel Elliott when he's struggling, which is pretty much the first two games and games before that. But, I think Ezekiel Elliott made a statement in this game that, you know what, he's like probably may- – maybe he's waking up. Hopefully he doesn't because I'm a Giants fan. But maybe he's waking up. <laughs> maybe. But if he's like – if he does, Ezekiel Elliott does like – like plays like this every single game, this opens up the running game so much for Dallas. And they're no longer just an offensive threat that can just throw the ball, throw it to C.D. Lamb exactly. or Mark they can now rush the ball with Ezekiel Elliott. And we all know how dominant Ezekiel Elliott was back in 2018 when he was powerhousing people. And it looks like he's back to what he was doing. But that's just all I want to say based off of this Dallas Cowboys side. Now, I won't say that they are good enough to like win in the playoffs because I've never seen them play in the playoffs with this group. But – I will say it is looking good for Dallas Cowboys fans and Dallas Cowboys organization. But do I think it's going to last? Probably not. <laughs> Dang, man. Oh, Eagles, let's be for real. Wait, David, you were reconnecting for a quick second, so we missed what you said. Or at least I missed. I don't know if everyone else did. But you re- oh, he's reconnecting again. All right, hold up. One second, everybody. This app, once again, that's one thing that we talk about here. Is how the app always kind of like screws us over. I'm back. It's always, there he is. Yeah. Oh, what, what, All right. what, what were you saying again? Uh, I was saying uh, that um, Dallas Cowboys, I really don't see him. I see him falling apart in the next, I don't know how long it's going to take, but I, I see him making the playoffs either as a wild card or winning the division. But I just think they're going to fall apart once they reach like the end of the season. That's when I think the wheels are going to start coming off the tires. Okay. All right. Now, that's that's unbiased, though, right? Because we know that you Unbiased. Yeah, okay, okay, unbiased. Okay. Right, I respect that. I respect that, then. You know, I can see it happening. You know, honestly, being the fact that you said that, I feel like we should just take a look at their, their schedule really quick. Just to, like, mm-hmm. just run it down. So, you're saying that, like, you think the Tigers are going to come up towards the end of the season, you know? um, Next game, ooh, is Mr. Motivations in the building? I believe so. Is he? Uh, yeah. I, I, wait. Yeah, he, he is. He is. He, he is. is. Next game they have is against the Panthers. Wow. Dallas that's, against the Panthers. That's going to be a good game because I believe his Panthers are undefeated still. So that's going to be a very good game for them. Also, <laughs> then they got the Vikings, which is another good team. The Broncos. I think I'm going to call them the fraudulent Broncos. I don't care. <laughs> they got the Falcons. And then they got the Chiefs. By that time, I think the Chiefs will be okay. What do you say? You think so? Like Because right no, now they're a little shaky. I, I, think, I think they, they – they, uh, they put their head in cold water, and they're starting to wake up a little bit. Right, Reality we'll... check. Okay, okay. Then they got the Raiders, who have been playing well this season. You know, I don't know how long it's going to last, but they've been playing well, so I'll give them, I'll give them the respect, you know. Um, then they got the Saints, Washington football, the Giants. There's your Giants right there, David. There we go. Easy dub <laughs> for the Giants. There we go. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I can't even. I just, I just, I just laugh. I can't even, bro. But what's it called? Then they got um Washington again, then the Cardinals, and then the Eagles to end up the season. So, mm. it seemed, if they lose to the Eagles, no offense, that that would be a perfect example of like you saying the the tie is starting to come off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think they'll make the playoffs, though. I definitely think they'll make the playoffs. I mean, they look like they look like a good enough team to make the playoffs, especially with Dak Prescott back. They but, should um, be. Yeah. Yeah. But if I could ask you a question about the Eagles side, let's shift over to them. Um, yeah. Overall, they had a terrible game, let's be honest. Jalen Hurts threw two interceptions, and there was no production in offense, it seemed to be. But um, real quick, I want to ask you about the Philadelphia Eagles. Where do you think they're going in the future, like, are you think they're going to continue their losing? Are you think they're going to make the playoffs? Like, what's the overall perspective on the Eagles and how they're going to be in the future? Okay. Now, if we're speaking future-wise... Like, I mean, future, like, a like couple games down the road. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Not, I'm like, next go, year. Yeah, I'm going to go, it's, like, next year or something. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at the, like, if you look at the division, obviously, like, we just, went, we just went through it with the Cowboys, right? To be honest, the way the Giants are playing right now, I, 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 as of right now, like right now with the way the Giants are playing, I think the Giants might literally come in last, which is how the Giants are playing good. Are you okay? All right, uh, <laughs> that, that, ladies and gentlemen, that's that's just the pain coming out of David right there. That's, just, <laughs> that's David's dreams just coming out and saying the Giants are playing good there. But as of right now, they're uh, not. But I can see the Giants bringing it back a little bit, making a competition, right? Because they're not mm-hmm. a bad team. They just need to start playing better. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I'll give them that much. But um, when you look at Washington, you know, Washington is a pretty decent team. I feel like Washington and Philadelphia are kind of like in the same area. Um, I, I, can, I can somewhat feel giving the edge to Washington a little bit. But at the same time, I can see Philadelphia being good. But down the road, if I'm looking at their schedule, right, they got the Chiefs next game. That's an L in my book. That's a loss. Yeah. Then they got the Panthers. I'll give it to the Panthers, to be honest with you. because That's a loss, well, too. Right? Mm-hmm. Then they got the Buccaneers. Like that's, that's, a, that's another <laughs> loss. The Raiders, that should be loss. another loss. The Lions, realistically. Oh, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a battle for the worst team in the NFL. Yeah, that's uh, like two of the two of the two of the most worst teams in the league probably going at it. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I'll give it. I'll 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 give it to them just to be nice, right? If we're, because they're 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 down bad right now, right? In in this case, that we have the Chargers next. That's a loss. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna next game is then it's the Broncos. I'm giving it to the Eagles because I think the Broncos are fraudulent. I'm wow, yeah, you're out to the Eagles. Wow, I'm gonna give it to the Eagles, man, just because you know I the, the, I don't like the fact that the Broncos are still undefeated. That bothers me. That bothers, <laughs> that bothers me. But um, then we got the Saints. In my opinion, actually, uh, Jameis Winston. You never know. You actually never know. Yeah, he's With, so inconsistent. I I don't know the way the first two games went. He did really good, and then he did bad, and then he did pretty good. And, you know, that could be Jalen Hurts in a sense as well, you know, because Jalen Hurts could be the same way. He could do really good, then he could do really bad. You know, like it's 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 kind of like a catch 22 in that sense. So that could be a good Mm -hmm. game as well. Then they got the Giants by this point in the season. Right. I'm going to say this now. By this point in the season, I expect the Giants to be able to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, if if the Giants can't beat the Philadelphia Eagles by this point in the season, something is terribly wrong. In my mm-hmm. in my in my eyes, would you agree with that? I mean, I would say something's yeah terribly wrong right now, but I agree with I'm, what yeah, you're saying. Like, yeah, no, saying if they I'm, if they don't beat the Eagles at that time, I don't know what week that is. What like week? I don't know. Later in the weeks, 
But if they um, don't beat them at that time, that's a little concerning for the Giants. Pack up your bags and get ready. Pack up your bags and get ready for that first round draft pick. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. But the rest is self-explanatory. The rest is just is just their division and, and the Jets. It's the Jets and then the rest is their division. So realistically, at the end of the year, I'm gonna say this right now. I don't think the Eagles are gonna make the playoffs. No, they're um, not. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's possible. Realistically, I don't think it's possible. Now, I'm like I said before, the way the Giants are playing. And if they could possibly, they could possibly, you know, the Washington is good as well. But, you know, you might be able to get one over on Washington. Who knows? And the way the schedule goes, they might be able to squeeze in, right? But I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But that's my opinion on the Eagles in their future. What do you think? Uh, I agree with it. The way that they've been trending, they've been trending downwards. And um, I'm going to say that they're going to be in last place in the division. Um. I think it's going to go Dallas, number one, Giants, two, Washington, three, and then Eagles, four. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, this is the, the NFC least. So <laughs> you can you can win the division with a losing record, apparently. So anything's Dang. possible. Anything's possible. And that would get you into the playoffs, too. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. I find that gross. That is kind of <laughs> gross. The fact that you could get into the playoffs with a losing record? What? Yeah. doesn't sound Come right. On, like. You don't even belong there at that point. But either way, so you say that the Giants are going to come in second, and like that's, yeah. that's you being unbiased? Mm-hmm. I don't know, David. I don't know. <laughs> to be honest, I think Washington might beat your offer, but. No way. I don't know, bro. Y'all lost to Washington. Yeah, by a point because of a field goal that should never, offsides that should never have. Offsides, uh, that was terrible. I don't know, man. You, you look a little shaky, but either way, man. Um, I would say as a whole, that was that's like the the coverage of that game. Yeah, you would say. Yeah, pretty much. Now it's still I young want... in the season. That's all I'm gonna say. All right, word, word. I I, I agree with that as well because you know my my Baltimore Ravens like, uh, it, we're we're only two and one right now. I want to be like I wanted to be three and zero oh, at this point, but unfortunately, yeah, yeah, I still have. I still have nightmares of freaking sit from Toy Story in my dreams. Yeah, you better come on. Oh my gosh, bro! This guy stinks, bro. I did not expect to lose that opening game. Ah, oh, we so move forward, Eric. That one. We move forward. Yeah, we got got move forward. Now, really quick, the next the before we do our predictions, David. Right? Yes. I just kind of like wanted to do like this little like little quick thing, right? Um, being the fact that the the there's only a couple undefeated teams left in the league, right? And um, I want to pull them up really quick so I don't mess them up. Just make sure I'm getting all of them correct, right? It's the Rams, the Raiders, Panthers, Broncos, and Cardinals. Okay, it's five teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want you to go to their their games next week, right? And I want you to tell me, um, who do you think is going to remain undefeated after week four? All right, so we'll start off with uh, the Rams, I believe. Okay. But, um, Rams versus Cardinals. These are two undefeated teams, so obviously someone. Oh, they're versus each other. Yeah, I didn't so, even um, notice. Yeah, so someone's gonna have to lose and get that undefeated record down, or they tie. But um, it's very unlikely, un- unlikely for that. But I'm gonna say the Rams take this one. I think they have an overall better team all around it. And this is basically this game against the Cardinals and the Rams is basically like what a playoff game would probably feel like. Both of these teams, that I'm confident, will make the playoffs, and this will be definitely one to watch. But it's going to come down to who makes the least amount of mistakes. And I believe the Rams will because they have an overall better team. Defense is elite. Um, 
You got an offense with a new quarterback like Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup, who are insane. And, you know, the special teams aren't that, that bad either. So I got the Rams taking it. Rams going to go 4 0. Cardinals are going to go 3 1. So, um, right. yeah. But uh, I'm going to move on to what else? You said the Panthers, right? The Panthers. Mr. Motivation. Yeah. Mr. Motivation, you know? I'm going to be. Uh, I'm going to be real right now. And I think the Panthers are going to beat the Cowboys. They're going to remain undefeated. You um, – No. No, the reason being is that the Panthers have the number one defense in the league. The number one defense in the league. That is very, very, very hard to beat a defense that is elite like theirs. But Sam Darnold's doing well too. I think the offense is going to do just enough to score as many points and the defense is just going to go balls to the wall and um, David. stop this Cowboys team. What? I gotta be real with you though. Like they have the number one defense in the league, but what offense have they versed? That's been amazing. <laughs> what they versed the Jets, the Saints, and the Texans. Saints what, are okay. What, oh, that was the that was the one game I believe Jameis Winston basically was terrible. <laughs> All right, I don't but, know, man. I don't know. All right, I respect it though. I respect it. What else? What else? Am I missing one more team? Oh, and the the Broncos, so, right? You had the Broncos and the Raiders. Okay. Broncos versus the Ravens, uh, you know. Uh, Don't you this, is the, Don't you... this is the battle of the former Louisville quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson and Teddy Bridgewater. So they got some college blood in them. But um, I'm going to have to go with the Broncos staying. I'm kidding. The Broncos are going to uh, get beat by the Ravens. This is their first real matchup that they versed a real good team. Like they versed the Jets and the Giants. And I believe, I don't know what the other team was. I forgot. I think the Texans. But they versed these the teams. Jaguars. I think it was the Jaguars. Was it Jaguars? But yeah. anyway, they versed basically terrible teams in the first three games. But um, I think the Ravens beat the Kansas City Chiefs. They're on a two-game winning streak. And I think they will bounce back from that close loss to the, the Lions. So Ravens are going to beat the Broncos and ruin their undefeated season. I love I love. To hear that. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry I keep popping in now. I keep getting it. That's good. A phone call, bro. It's really irritating me. I don't know <laughs> why. But either way, um, let's keep it going, bro. Let's keep right. it going. And the last go ahead, one, go right? The last yeah. one, we got the Oakland, uh, not the Oakland Raiders. That's their old team. <laughs> the Las Vegas Raiders. There we go. Versus the Los Angeles Chargers. And um, the, La- the Las Vegas Raiders, they won three of their last four games versus the Chargers. And, um, it's going to be – this is a really good game to watch. I'm not going to lie. It's on Monday night. And it's going to be tough because you got the Chargers, Justin Herbert, whose offense is, is very good, and he's doing really good, Justin Herbert, against Pat Mahomes last week. And uh, you got Sid from Toy Story, <laughs> Derek oh Carr, who is just posting very high passing yards and doing very well at the quarterback position. But overall, I'm going to have to say the Raiders stay undefeated. They go 4-0. Wow. Yeah. Even after the Chiefs just I mean, even after the, the Chargers just beat the Chiefs. Yeah. I don't know. I just think the Raiders they got something about them this year. They got something about them. All right, man. I respect it, man. I respect it. All right, well, I just wanted to I just wanted to pick your brain really quick. But with that awesome. being said, with that being said, man, let's go ahead and go into these predictions, bro. Are you ready? Let's do it. Now oh, we play the audio message first? Oh my gosh, I forgot. I didn't even notice yeah. that we had three. Yeah. Oh, what's, what is good people? Oh, yeah, Mr. Motivation in the building. Let's building. hear him. I want to hear him. First, before we do, Mr. Motivations, I will tell you that you're still stuck on two points in, in your prediction game, bud. Because yeah. you thought the Eagles were going to beat the Cowboys 33 28. 
Unfortunately, he didn't. I don't know what was going on, but maybe it was maybe it was the dinner that you chose that night. You know, maybe it was the dinner time. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, man, let's go ahead and listen to listen to um your audio message, man. Here we go. Yo, I can't believe this, man. I come in the room. I know I'm a little late. Only 26 minutes, you know. Especially okay. late. And y'all talking about the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. And you talk about, oh, maybe Zeke's back to 2018. They played the Eagles. The Eagles. Come on. It was the Eagles. <laughs> we didn't see that Zeke against Buccaneers, even though they defense is sorry, too. We didn't see that Zeke against the Chargers. It was more Tony Pollard getting those more explosive runs. True. So come on, stop this narrative, bro. He plays <laughs> the Eagles. See him. Let's see him this Sunday against the Panthers and that rush defense and that pass defense. Okay, we'll talk this. We'll talk. <laughs> but how y'all doing? How y'all feeling? I didn't even do introductions. What's up, Derek? I mean, Eric. Oh. Eric oh. and D Rod Oh Nine. What's no. good, my guys? What's good, good. It's up, Mr. No, Renovation, man. Shout out to you, man. Shout out. No, bro. This dude says Derek. Oh, oh, Eric. No, this dude, man. Uh, I'm never going to escape shit from Toy Story, bro. It's yeah. never going to leave me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, but listen. Hey, all I'm going to say is this, Mr. Motivations. Like you said, you said, let's see how they do against some um, Euros defense with the Panthers and stuff. I'm going to say it again. You versus the Saints. The Jets and who was it? The Texans without Tyrod Taylor, right? So I'm not. Mm-hmm. I, this is to be honest. We could we could make an argument saying this is y'all first test. Oh, oh. This, we could make the argument. I mean, the Saints. Yeah, they won their first game, but by the time you versed them, Jameis Winston was throwing was throwing the ball away like it was like it was candy. He's just, nah, he, yeah. <laughs> he just handed it to everybody. It was just terrible. Uh, so I'm it's Halloween really, all over again. Yeah, literally. I'm not impressed with that. So, like, realistically, you guys are going to have a good test in the Cowboys. Now, I'm not saying that you guys are just going to lose automatically. But, well, I mean, if I had to pick, I'd probably pick the Cowboys. But, like, I'm saying, like. No, I Panthers are winning I, it. See, like, Dave, that, see, I think it's a 50-50 in my opinion. Yeah, I think, it, I think it's a great 50-50. So, we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. But. Dave, what do you have to say about that really quick? Do you have anything to say or before I go on? I mean, one? when you talk about Ezekiel Elliott, I mean, I can see where you're coming at, like, because, you know, he hasn't been doing anything against Buccaneers and the previous teams. But all I'm saying is that maybe his engine is starting to wake up. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I mean, I agree with you in the sense that Tony Pollard was doing all the work, and I think he will continue to do that. But maybe Ezekiel Elliott, maybe he, he woke up from that, 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 uh, that, that slumber that he had for a little while. Maybe that he's starting slumber. to wake up a little bit. Yeah, like Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> but I would say this much, though. I'm going to have to agree with Mr. Motivations. I think he's going to have a bad game. He probably is going to have a bad game against the Cowboys. I mean, probably the Cowboys, will. the, the, the um, Panthers. But mm-hmm. I think Tony Pollard probably will come out and still, like, make up for it, you know? Because right. as much as Zeke did have two touchdowns, like he said, it was against the Eagles. Like, let's oh. – no, uh, I, I feel bad for Eagles fans. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. But without further ado, man, let's go on to the next um audio message, which is also from Mr. Motivations, man. Here we go. Oh yeah, and I didn't do my proper introduction either. It's your boy, Mr. Motivation. In the beat. There we go. There we go. There we go. We got it. We got it. Always has to happen. That always has mm-hmm. Mr. Motivations, every single every single time you come in here, that always has to happen. It's a it always has to happen. It's like Halloween and Thanksgiving. It has to happen. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, man. All right, let's go ahead and go to the next one, man. Here we go. Oh, I clicked on his profile. All right, here we go. <laughs> hey, this is my hot take. Uh-huh. Since we talking about the two worst teams in the NFL, who, who, let's who? not forget the New York Jets are still, you know, winless too. But anyway, um, I think that the Detroit Lions are better than the New York Giants for the simple fact that they no. played tougher competition and hung in there closer with that competition. And it wasn't for a no-call penalty and that famous leg of Justin Tucker, Detroit might would have won a game. So, yeah, on looking at it, and looking at the games and analyzing it, Detroit Lions are a better team than the New York Giants. Wow. Yes, sir. David. I'm not even going to say anything, David. Just, just. Huh. <laughs> you know, this is true. I get it. You know, I was going to argue it. And in my head, I was like, no way you just said it. But that, that was because my biased New York Giants fan was talking. But then all of a sudden, I'm looking at the Detroit Lions schedule. And I wouldn't say hung in in all the games, but they did versus tougher competition. I mean, first week they versed the 49ers. They, they lost 41 to 33. Second week they versed the Packers. They lost 35 to four, uh, 17. They didn't really hang in in that game. But they almost beat the Ravens. 19 to 17, they lost. So I can definitely see the tougher competition against, like, versus the Giants, Washington football team. And um, I, I honestly forgot what the other two teams were. But it is definitely tougher competition. Oh, and the Atlanta Falcons, and I forgot the other one. But um, they did versus tougher competition, so I will respect that. But overall, I think the Giants roster is hands down a little bit better than the Detroit Lions. But based off of what they're playing, I think the Lions are doing a little bit better than the New York Giants at the moment. But everything's going to change. It's going to change next week. Y'all lost to the Broncos. Mm-mm. It's all going to change next week, though. It's all going to no, change sir. next week. It's all going to change because you know what? Giants are going to come up on top, and we're going to take this W. First one of the season. No, nah, you're going to get Jameis Winston. <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh, man. If you guys lose to the Saints, you're going 0-15, bro. I mean, 0-17. Forget it. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. But either way, bro, that was actually a really good take. You know, I kind of, I kind of like, really disliked the take because he went for, like, uh, he... Your Ravens. Yeah, and no, you didn't go for them, but at the same time, you like, he just kind of showed our vulnerability, in my in my opinion, the way I took it, because like I'm a Ravens fan, right? Mm-hmm. And realistically, we shouldn't be we shouldn't be struggling against teams like that, to be honest. It's no, the Detroit Lions. It's the Detroit Lions, bro. Like, come on, mm-hmm. what are we doing? What are <laughs> we doing, bro? We have we have bigger fish to fry. I and yeah. like I said before, you beat the you beat the Chiefs, but you almost lose to the Lions. It's like you, you sound like you're becoming like the most in, you, you sound like you want to be inconsistent, you know, and that only gets you so that only gets you so far. That only gets you so far. So um, and it all starts off with Lamar and his turnover ratio. That is so true. He has like That's one interception per game, I think. And like, one so fumble. Far. He's dipping in Daniel Jones' popcorn. That's what I'm uh, trying to not, say. I don't think a fumble per game. Yeah, he, come on. He has a fumble per game. If not, if not he's more. fumbled every single time this year. I don't even yeah. Oh my gosh, bro! Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I've seen the interceptions though. I think he's literally thrown a pick every single game so far, which is really <laughs> bad. Hey, that that's not okay. That's it's literally not okay. But hey, man, you you we gotta get better, man. And with with these games, I slow. I have a feeling that we will slowly get better and better and better. So, but either way, wow, you just sat there and proved that the lines are better than the Giants. No, they're not. I, I, I told you <laughs> yeah. that 
they they might look good now, but they're still 0-3. And, and guess what? So are the Giants. So, you know, who's going to get to that first win first? And I think the Giants next week, they're going to win. <laughs> so and, <sad>. you know, <laughs> that's so sad. Teams are th- th- teams are literally 3-0, and and my teams are literally 0-6 combined. So nah, it's not good. <laughs> Dude, he's like, who's going to get to the – He's literally like, who's going to get to the first win first? Let's see. That's so sad. <laughs> oh, <it's> so sad. <laughs> All right, man. Let's go ahead and play these next two audio messages. Here we go. Let's do it. So are you saying that uh, the Panthers lost the game? Or did the did – the, did, the, did James Winston lose the game or did the Panthers win the game? That's what I need to know. Did James Winston lose the game or did the Panthers win the game? Because that's the same James Winston that went out and put up all those points against the Green Bay Packers and against what were you doing? the New England Patriots. So, I don't understand. All right, wait, wait. First off, New England Patriots don't count. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> that does not count. You cannot use that as, as an argument. To, to put up points against the New England Patriots? No, no, no. But – They're good. And let – you know, what? Wait a minute. <laughs> their defense is okay. Just because they beat y'all doesn't mean that they're good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I will say this much though. The Green Bay Packers, we saw them we saw them week one. We knew that they were bad the first week. That was a fluke. I feel like it's already been proven. Right? Aaron Rodgers is here to is, is here to play now. He didn't play that week. He literally he, he walked into the field, he was like, Yeah, I don't feel like it. That's what he did. <laughs> you ever seen this SpongeBob thing where he's like, I don't feel like it. Why why yeah. you ask me later? That's what he did. That's the first that's the first thing that went in my mind when you said that. Like that's what he literally did. So as far as I'm concerned, yes, you can't take away what Jameis Winston has done so far. But I will say this much. Like the reason, like, when they first beat the Packers, that wasn't the Packers at their full. You know what I mean? So, you guys came out and you beat them, but they were never that really, that that crazy of a team. And then and then they go on, they beat the, the then they go on to beat the, um, the what, what was you say? The, the Patriots. They're not that good of a team either. It's the Patriots, man. Like, like it's crazy to say that because Tom Brady used to be in the Patriots. And it's like they used to be like, oh, the Patriots. You know what I mean? But now it's yeah. just like, eh, it's the Patriots. It's not... I don't expect too much from them right now. And then th- this week, they're going to burst the New York Giants. No offense, David, but, like, again, if they beat the Giants. A win for I'm the not... Giants. Uh, oh, okay. See, now, if they lose the Giants, it just goes to prove my point even more. But if they beat mm-hmm. the, Chi- the, the, the Giants, the Giants, <laughs> it's not, it's not going to matter to me even then because it's not an amazing team. Like, Hey, 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 watch it. Dude, you, you're always three. I don't want to hear it. You're always three, bro. Yo, my, my point is, it's like they got Washington a week after. Wait till they versus like the Seahawks or the Buccaneers. They got the Buccaneers in like what? What is that? Week six or week seven? One, week six or seven? One of the two. But when they get against a team that's that good of that of that caliber, then uh, then and if they beat them, if Jameis Winston throws like he did against Green Bay, then I'll take him back what I said. But as far as right now, man, I can't, bro. I can't. I don't think that was a really cal- great caliber team. I think this week is going to be the biggest test for you this season, and it's going to be against the Cowboys. That is true. I agree with that last statement. So, e- either way, wait, wait, that last statement, what do you, what do you have to say about it? <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I agree with it all, but mostly with that last one. Okay. okay. Emphasis but, on the last statement. But I don't want to – I'm not – I don't want to, like, sit here and act like I'm disrespecting the Panthers. I give them props, definitely. For, because either way, like winning a game is winning a game. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. It's so hard because, like, it's so hard to win it in New York, apparently, except if you're the Bills. So yeah. I respect teams that win the game. <laughs> see, see the thing. <laughs> oh my gosh! See the thing is though, what people forget though, even though like we call like certain teams like, for example, no offense, David, we call the Jets trash, we call the Giants trash, we call the Lions trash, certain stuff like that. At the end of the day. These guys have to come out and go against professional athletes. It's professional athletes versus professional athletes. So nothing is easy. You know what I mean? Everything mm-hmm. in this in, in this in, in this um in, I would say like I wanna say that I wanna use the word industry. I don't know if that's like kinda like the right word to use, but everything yeah. oh in this league, in this league, right? Is hard. Yeah. You have to work for it. You have to work for every single point, every single touchdown, every single field goal, everything is is, is difficult because these guys are playing hard, but it's the best of the best. You know what I mean? That's why. So we have to. We have to. Even when you get a win, it's still props. You know what I mean. So I respect. I still respect what the Panthers are doing right now. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, it's been so long since I celebrated a win for the Jets and the Giants. But um, we move on while I'm <laughs> slowly getting sad over the Jets and the Giants. But we move on to Mr. Motivation's next audio message. So let's play it right now, right? Yeah. Go ahead, man. I was trying to emphasize the Detroit Lions point, and it shaded your team in the process. So, you know, you, friendly fire, indirect shot, didn't really mean it. Um, yeah, I, but still, Detroit Lions better than the Giants. Let's go. Nope. 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 Yeah, listen, I'm going to say it like this. I, that, that friendly fire, I'm completely fine with that, man, because it really is like you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Like, we're, we shouldn't be losing. We shouldn't be – that game shouldn't even be close, man. And, like – it just goes to show that we can literally lose any game at any given moment. That's just shows. Mm-hmm. It's like we're not we're not that strong of a team. I have to be honest with myself. We're not that strong of a team, but like we're still a good team. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, David, the Lions are better than the Giants as of right now, man. Well, we'll line. find out next week because you know when the Giants get that first win and the Lions are still going for it, then we'll start talking. <laughs> you mean wait, 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 wait a minute? You said next week, but this week is Sunday. Oh, you know what I meant. You know what I meant. So it's you coming in week five. So it's coming nah, in week No, no, it's five. coming in week four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and counting. That's when oh it's coming for the Giants. Gosh. This is the same guys with the Jets and the Giants to go to the Super Bowl. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Help us, uh, man. But, uh, uh, well, with that being said, man, this, this game tonight, um, Jaguars versus Bengals, is happening at 820. So I want to go ahead and get in these predictions before that game starts, man. What do you say? Let's do it. All right, now I will ask you this much. I really do. I forgot who gets the Thursday game. I forgot who gets. I did the Thursday game already. We did it on Monday. Oh yes, you're completely yes. right. So your oh your prediction is happening. Wait, let me reiterate yeah. that to everyone. I have it down actually. That's funny. I looked at it and I was like, <laughs> I didn't even say anything. That's crazy. Um. Oh, actually, I'll read Mr. Motivations first. Keep again for anyone that wants to. You're still allowed to before the game starts. Right. We'll close it there. But Mr. Motivations has the Bengals winning twenty four. To 17. All right, he has two points. He's still in reach. Don't let He's going to add two. another one. He's going to add he, another one. You know, well, we don't know that yet, but what's it called? Don't let him get out of reach too, too, too far out of reach yet, man. You could predict them the same games. But, um, David, let's go ahead and read David's prediction for the tonight's game. He has the Bengals winning, winning 35 to 17, right? Mm-hmm. And he's got Joe Burrow having above 250 passing yards. And he has Trevor Lawrence having one or more interceptions. Yep. Dang. Dang, bro. You got <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. That, he's a fraud, too. I don't care what anyone says. 
I would like Trevor Lawrence. Well, let me not say that. Let me not say that. But like, yeah, it's not that I just dunk him. I just, I just don't like how they paid him that much. It makes me, it irritates me all the time. Gosh, bro, you know, I did not deserve that. One, money. one bright thing as a Jets fan is that um, at least we don't have as many interceptions as Trevor Lawrence at the moment. So that's a good thing to look at. But are you sure? Are you sure about I that? Think it's close. It's very close. But I think he has like nine, and we have like seven. I know that Zach Wilson alone has thrown six. He has or, thrown six. I don't know, something like that. It's too hard to keep count after you throw four in a game. <laughs> so, I mean, it's easy to keep count when you throw four in one game. I'd say that. But, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. Well, with that being said, David, um, I'm gonna say I think I get first pick this time for Sunday. I believe yeah. you do. You did. You do. Right. You know exactly where I'm going. You, you listen. Did you did you already write it down this time? Because you should have. Lamar Jackson, 250 yards. Yeah. Nah, we're going Baltimore versus Denver. And you already know we're ending that streak, man. We're ending that. that, 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 The fraudulent Denver Broncos are going to be stopped to, not today, but Sunday. (laughs) Sunday. At 425, they will be stopped in their tracks of of their undefeated season. And it it will come to a halt when the Baltimore Ravens defeat them. And they will defeat them by 25. No, 30 <laughs> to 20. 30 to 20. Are you sure? Yes. Yeah, okay. I'm positive. I don't care about their defense. I'm positive. I mean, watch out for Von Miller and all those other guys. But no. I'll watch out for Lamar. That's what I say. Watch <laughs> out for Lamar. No, um, Lamar Jackson. Obviously, I'm going to pick him. Come on now. Who else am I picking? Um, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say, I'm just gonna go ahead and see as one one or more rushing touchdowns. We'll one or more rushing touchdowns. Okay, we'll leave it at that. And then for the Denver Broncos, I'm gonna go Teddy Bridgewater. Ready? Okay. This man, Teddy Bridgewater, man. I'm I'm telling you right now, he's throwing a pick. He's throwing one pick. One or more picks. Wow, the most accurate quarterback in the league is throwing a pick. At least I don't one care. I, he hasn't versed the, the, the Ravens yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. He hasn't versed the Ravens yet. Well, no, I thought like, I, I thought I was bad. I thought I was bad. Are, bro. I thought I was bad. I'm going to say it again. This man, we have you on record saying Jets and Giants Super Bowl. Don't make me pull up that clip. We'll post it on their Instagram, too. We'll post it. <laughs> That's nah, a nah. giant Super Bowl, bro. Uh, but you have a Lamar winning MVP with like 25 turnovers this, this season. But... Just wait. Just wait until we get halfway through. And I've been has... waiting for like three weeks already. I, and we've been waiting for three weeks for the Jets and Giants to get their first win, and it hasn't happened That's enough. Yet, so... That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> All right, man. But... Go ahead and pick your game, bro. But to reiterate what you said. Ravens, Broncos. Ravens are going to beat the Broncos 30 to 20. Lamar's going to have one or more rushing touchdowns. And Teddy Bridgewater is going to throw at least one or more picks. Yep. Correct? Yep. All right. So I'm going to have to pick a game. And I'm really interested. You know, since I've been talking about the Giants winning, wouldn't it make sense to pick the Giants game, right? Yeah. Go ahead, David. All right. So Giants versus the Saints. And um, it's very <laughs> simple, ladies and gentlemen. I got the Saints losing to the New York Giants. And, you know, by a score of 27 to 4. Oh, no. Oh. Uh, it's 27 to 20. 
There you go. This is, this is not happening. I'll tell you right now, it's not happening. <laughs> 27 uh, to 20. Uh, Daniel Jones, DJ is going to have uh, – ooh, I'm going to say over 250 total yards. All right, over 250 yards. Okay. Got you. Uh, no, you sure then... you don't want to do the fumbles. What? You sure you don't want to do his fumbles? You know, maybe like – No, no, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> But, uh, and I'm gonna have to go Jameis Winston. Ooh, should I go Jameis? Should I go Jameis? Should I do Jameis? I'm gonna do Jameis. Jameis Winston is gonna throw one or more picks. That's it. One or more picks. All right, written it down. Written, written down, my guy. You have the Giants beating the Saints 27 to 20, and you got DJ having over 250 yards and Jameis Winston throwing one or more picks. Yep. Sounds right. It sounds about right. All right. That one's going to have to cost you about like $50 today. Sorry. Because, <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll lower it down to, to 39. 39. Nah, it's going to be more reasonable when the Giants win. Oh, my gosh, man. All right. Well, before I pick my next one, we do have an audio message from Mr. Motivations, and I want to play that really quick. So um, let's, do it. Let's, go, let's go ahead and play it really quick. Here we go. Yo, Eric, that was the perfect shot. <laughs> You said we've been waiting three weeks for them to win a game. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, just become a Bills fan at this point. But um, dinner report, I'm having pigs in a blanket. Oh. And I made a special, um, I did original hot dog with the croissants, you know, keeping original. But I also have fried chicken. And you know, nobody yes. likes the breast, you know, the big old breast. It's like, what do you do with it? <laughs> so I cut it up and... I got some nacho queso supreme dip. I layered that onto the crescent roll, put the fried chicken up there. You hit the oven already. Yeah, it's done preheating. And I'm about to stick these in here. So I got fried chicken, nacho, cheese, pigs in a blanket with the actual regular smeckler pigs in a blanket. Dinner report out. Man, I, I love dinner report, man. I love it. I don't know why. It just makes me so hungry afterwards. But, you know. That's awesome. Queso. I love queso. With pigs in a blanket and the croissants. The croissants are the best ones to put it, pigs in a blanket in. But what, what, hey, and, don't and forget the fried chicken. There it is. Don't forget the fried, about the chicken. fried chicken now. Yeah. I mean, I like the breasts, so. <laughs> I can't. Wait, I, can't. <laughs> I mean, I um, do, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we say it really quick, wait, wait, what did you say? Nothing. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. My thing. I, I disconnected. Yeah, with yeah. You. yeah, you did. You sure? <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. Uh, I said, I, I said, I like the, I like the breast of the chicken. Ah, okay. okay there you okay, go. Okay. See? Okay, I got you now. I got you. I'm trying to expose no, me out here. I'm just saying the truth. Ah, <laughs> 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 no, only jokes, ain't Alicia. Only jokes. <laughs> but um, what's it called? Listen, man, this dude. If again, I'm gonna keep saying it, bro. If you don't think we do it all around here, we do it all. We're out here giving you sports, and not only that, we're talking about food, bro. Yeah, no, put us on Food how about, Network. How about this? How about this, David, for a YouTube video, yeah? Uh, Let us know if y'all wants to go to a certain spot. Obviously, the spot has to be within, like, where we live. You know what I mean? Like, it can't, it can't be, like, it can't be, like, um, in, no, like, in and out, in and out. Like, in and out's, like, only in Cali, or, like, it's on the West Coast. It's not. On it's the, in the West Coast only, yeah. Yeah. 
Let us know if you want us to go to a place and just give you a review. It could be as small as like McDonald's or it could be as big as something else. You know what I mean? Let us know if you want us to go to a place and just give you a review, man. Review? What are, we're now a Food Network channel, man. We can do that, yo. <laughs> or we can do, you know what them things are? The, the mug bags, bro. The mug bags, right? That's what they call them. When you just get a bunch of food um, and you review it, bro. We could do that. Oh, we gosh. Set up a camera, bro, and just eat and talk. That's so. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, oh god. You, know, you gotta look them. You gotta look it up after the show, David. The mug bag, bro. They not, no, no one. No one approve of this, please. Please, no one approve. Yo, this. you know what? That's another thing that we got to post, bro. We're no, post we're not. Instagram ASAP. We're, would you guys want to see do mug, mug bag? And be honest, because like, no. to be honest, like sometimes I'll be wa- I'll watch one and I'll be like, I don't understand the point of these. Like, why am I watching someone just eat? Like, this is a waste. Yeah, of time. exactly. There's no point. <laughs> if you want to see it, y'all, if you want to see it, let us know. Because then we got to get it for you. We already got we, we to get the cypher out there. We got to get the, the, oh, the, com- the comedic show out there. Like, we got so And many we years. move on. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we do got three audio messages, but I'm going to hold it. And then, like, I'm going to do my prediction. And then, what do you say? I think we should do both our predictions. Then we'll go back to the audio message. What do you say? Yeah, sounds good. All right, man. So the next game I'm going to choose, man. Um, looking at these games, right? Last two weeks, uh, last two weeks I picked like the most like int- I picked the the Ravens and then the most interesting game, right? Possible. I'm gonna try to like stay away from that, right? Which is kind of weird to say, but at the same time, okay, David, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna make you like happy and sad at the same time. I'm gonna pick the Tennessee Titans versus the New York Jets. <laughs> 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 I want to pick that team. I want to pick that man, and I'm gonna go. So ahead. you can get, so you can get an easy W. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Ah, see that if you say that, then I have to switch. Yeah, yeah. You, is it, you think it's an easy W? No, go ahead. If you got the Jets winning, I mean, I'm fine with that. All right. Well, I have the New York. You would have thought. You would have freaking <laughs> thought. I have the Teddy Kites beat the Jets. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say it over it, man. It's gonna be like 35 to 17. It's gonna be bad. Oh gosh! <laughs> it's good. Possibly like forty to seventeen. It's gonna be gosh. bad. I wrote thirty-five oh. to seventeen. Um. All right. Yeah. Thirty-five to seventeen. We'll keep it at that. Um. Tennessee Titans. Oh gosh. There's a man. There's 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 more than a man. There's an animal on the other side of the on the offense, man. And his name is Derek. Henry. Ryan Tannehill. Oh, no, Derek Henry, stop yeah. that. Stop <laughs> that. You win. Derek Henry. Derek Henry, man. Over a hundred rushing yards and um two touchdowns. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna okay. live. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it right now. Oh wait, I can only do one, right? Or can I do both? I mean, you, I already wrote it down, so you got two. Oh no! Wait, so wait, you got what over hundred rushing yards and two touchdowns. So, no, wait, cross it to two touchdowns. Cross it to two touchdowns. Cause I can't. I don't do know. Two. Should I do it? I don't have an eraser though, and it's a pen. I said so. cross off. I said cross off. Not erase. It's it's against it's against the word. It's against All the right, pack. Well, well, then in that case, I can't pick for the Jets then. Fine, I, I cross it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There it is. I crossed it out. There you go. <laughs> All right. I above 100 rushing yards. And then for the Jets. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, Zach Wilson going to throw 25 touchdowns? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say this. This is bold. Two or more interceptions. For Zach, Mr. Zach. Two or more <laughs> interceptions? Hold up. <laughs> I don't care about the score, man. This is just this. Two or more interceptions for Zach Wilson. Oh, God. It probably is. <laughs> I can probably check that one off already. 
But, no, don't say that. Oh my no, god. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He's gonna get better with the football. It's gonna take time. It's gonna take time, ladies and gentlemen. But growing pains. Right. Growing pains. Says growing pains. <laughs> so right. it is growing pains. Okay. But to reiterate what you said, Titans are gonna beat the Jets. Obviously, thirty-five to seventeen. Uh, Derrick Henry is gonna rush for over hundred yards, and Zach Wilson is gonna throw for two or more interceptions. So there it is. All right, get but, your one in, man. Get your one in. All right, I'm going to do my one. And it's going to be the, the game of the night, I believe. And um, I'm going to have to go. Ooh, man, I'm surprised none of us picked this. I'm stuck between this two. Buccaneers, Patriots, Tom Brady returning to New England, or Cardinals and Rams, battle for undefeated. I feel like that's such an easy choice. <laughs> like, no offense. Like, I understand, like, Tom Brady returning. Yeah, it's cool and all, but, like, they're going to wipe the floor with them. <laughs> they're going to destroy them. Uh... I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do Tom Brady and Bucks. I think. All right. Pats and Bucks. Bucks versus Pats, uh, man. What do you got? I got the Bucks winning, obviously. Two thirty. Thirty-eight to twenty-four. Wow, you got them against that Bucks. The okay. All right. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tom, the GOAT Tom Brady. Tom Brady's going to have three or more passing touchdowns. Three or more passing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. All right. And um, I got to go Mac Jones. Mac Jones is going to have over. No, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, I would do over 250 total yards. I feel like it's safe. 250. And it's like running and, and passing? Yes. All right. For that one, David, all right, let's go ahead and read it back to you. Um, we get the Bucks being the Pats or the Patriots, um, 38 to 24. Um, then you got Tom Brady having three or more passing touchdowns, and you got Mac Jones having over 250 yards. Yes. All right, that one I'm gonna charge you at least like ten to fifteen dollars for, man. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Some of the some of them are a little shaky, in my opinion. Oh come on, Look. Mac Jones against that defense, bro. Did you see his game last week? Defense, the defense is not that good. Bucks defense right, is okay. Did you see his game last week? Yes, he's growing pains. I'm telling you, they're growing pains. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! All right. Well, either way, those are the predictions, ladies and gentlemen. Feel free to send in your predictions right now if you if you feel like it. Obviously, you don't have to if you don't want to. But right now, Mr. Motivations is winning that winning that prediction against you guys. Um, it's um two two nothing basically to everybody, Mr. Motivations. Two nothing. But for me and David right now, it's twelve to fourteen. Um, to um, you know, your boy Easy E, Easy E family, stand up. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Okay. We can no. do this. No. We're out here, underdogs. Underdogs for what? It's a prediction <laughs> game. There's no underdogs. There's <laughs> underdogs. I refuse, man. There's underdogs. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. No, either way, man, we'll keep it moving. Let's play these audio messages. Um, The first one is from Jalen. I think it's Jalen. I think it's Jalen. I think it's Jalen. Either way. Oh, what's up, Jalen? Yeah, what's up, Jalen? What's up? Yeah, there it is. It is. All right, let's go ahead and listen to it. Here we go. So... If you guys were to be in, like, some sort of, you know, like, game for basketball or whatever, mm-hmm. okay. what would be the top best players you would pick? For basketball. You know top. why she's asking this? Why? 
I'm gonna out here right now, bro. Because we're in the same fantasy league and she probably said no way. <laughs> oh my gosh, bro. God, she's at listen, 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 listen. Yeah, you know what? You go ahead and answer that, bro. So the top the top five, I believe, right? The top five. Yeah, let's do best top five. Top right, five. Right now? Um, just uh, should we say to pick a team? I know she's related to fantasy, so should we do top do five it, fantasy I, I, players? I'll do it related to fantasy. All so, right, go ahead. So, Jalen, I know you want to beat Eric, and then I'm going to give it to you really simple. You got to pick. It's not going to happen. One of these top five. You got to pick Kevin Durant, LeBron James, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and then three. I got two more. I got two more. Uh, two more. Two more. Trying to think. I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, Steph on. Curry added four. And one more. Eric, you do you mind giving the last one? You know, since it's honest. No, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give my top fives. I don't think I I kind of disagree with some of them that you're saying. Really? All right. And Luca Doncic is five. number five. Number five. So to reiterate, Luca, Steph Curry, Giannis, uh, uh, LeBron, and then I got KD. So hopefully right. that helps, Jalen. Hopefully you beat him. She one. Hold up. Why, I'm gonna help her out though. But like at the same <laughs> at the same time, like. Realistically, if we're talking fantasy, uh, uh, for basketball, bro, the reason I, all the players that David just listed are good, I will not take that away. They're all good picks, right? You can't go wrong with them, right? Now, my top five, right? Giannis, mm-hmm. Luka, Jokic, because mm-hmm. yes. he's a monster of a player, right? How's it going? James Harden. Is, I, I know I had him last year. And he was a triple-double machine, right? And then my last one, I'd probably have to go either Steph Curry or Kevin Durant, one of the two. Mm-hmm. I, I'll probably go to Kevin Durant because people are predicting him to win, um, have MVP this season. So I'll go I'll go Kevin Durant. That's my top five. Now, that's, that's fantasy, though. We're not talking about top five in the league. We're talking fantasy. Yeah, there's different point systems in fantasy. Yeah. But yeah, I know why she was. Yeah, she's trying to be slick with it too. Oh, no, it's like, good. God. I respect you. Hopefully, hopefully, she beats you, man. I'm not gonna. Yo, lie. what is this hostility? What's going on? <laughs> Yo, you said it like three times. Yo, I'll say. I hopefully, hopefully, Jalen, you beat him. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta make it a top five, right? So hopefully, Jalen, you beat him. There we go, number five. Boom. Oh my, my top gosh, five, man. All right, <laughs> let's go into the next audio message, which is also from Jalen, man. Here we go. Here we go. Top top five, top five. Sorry. Oh, well, look at that. We did it. Oh, yes, the top five. There you go. Well, there you go, man. We we read your mind. There it is. All right, let's go ahead and go on to the next audio message, which is from Lava Man. Lava Man, here we go. It's here. Hey, my top five goats of the week. Starting at number five, Justin Tucker. We're sixty-six yard field goal. Man, that's crazy. At number four, Josh Allen. Man, he was going off. You already know what it is. At number three, Derrick Henry. At number at number two, gotta go with Aaron and that bad man, Aaron fucking Rodgers. At number one, I gotta go. Man, 
I gotta go with Dak. What? How he played against Philly, <laughs> flawless. That's my top five goats of the week. Yo, <laughs> Dak. David was like, "What?" <laughs> All due respect, Dak at number one. Yo, listen. Oh, for anyone that's confused with what you just did, ladies and gentlemen, we have the best segment of our show coming up later on in the show, um, which is called Go of the Week. Basically, we evaluate the entire week of the NFL as of right now. We do it for our other sports as well. But we evaluate um, the week of the NFL. We pick who the best players were, right? We do a, we do a top ten. We do five honorable mentions and then five top fives, and the first one being the first one being the Go of the Week. But um, yeah, uh, I'm gonna have to politely um re- no respectfully just disagree. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, not at all. I like that Justin was- Tucker in there. That was a good twist, Justin Tucker. I like that, know. but nah, nah, <laughs> that's not it. I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> He said, he said Derrick Henry. I was like, mm, no. And he said, then he said, then he said Dak at one. I was like, ah, <laughs> I don't know about that, buddy. But uh, listen, stay tuned. Stay tuned to hear us later on. It's the last segment of the show. So um, you'll hear it later on. And it gets a little bit spicy, man. Right now, I think me and David agreed in, in week two, right? Or week three. Was it week week three? two, I, I believe. Week, week two. Oh, uh, yeah. Week two, man. So. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. But without without further ado, man, let's go ahead and um, play this next audio message from Miss Motivations. Here we go. Nice. Yo, I would love to see it. Like, all jokes aside, like, I think it would be cool if y'all had, like, some Popeyes and, you know, y'all got the chicken, the red beans and rice, the Cajun fries, the biscuits. Well, don't, don't eat the biscuits. The biscuits are like the Giants. They choke. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, I got to stop. But yeah, that would be awesome. And y'all could talk sports and eat the food. Yo, that'd be a perfect YouTube video. Yes, approved. Uh, yo, hold up. We're not gonna just Wait. go back. Like the biscuit? Cause it choke? Hold up. You better got a glass of water with you because you're not gonna choke when you eat that biscuit. Yeah, I'm gonna say. John's like the biscuit. I, I, that was a good burn. I have to admit, that was a good burn. But hold up. That was a little too far, man. He said, don't eat the biscuit because it chokes like the Oh, gosh. Uh, biscuit you know, dry. You know everyone, everyone's going to talk trash, but you know, you're not going to talk trash when the Giants go 13-3. and three. Oh. That's all I'm going to say. That's so hilarious, bro. Hold up. Hold up. Wait, wait. Just because he said that. Just because he said that. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, the Giants, in order for them to go 13-3, and three, they would have to beat. Ready? This is week four coming up, week five. In week six, they would have to beat the Rams. Yep. Easy does. Oh, my gosh. All right, yo. <laughs> All right. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we need to just, just pray for David at that point. <laughs> call eight. Call eight. <laughs> call, yeah, call eight, bro. Call eight and pray for David, bro. Because this is – this he's in a mental state at this point where he's just like, oh, God. It, like, he needs help. Bro. Nah. He said easy dogs for the Rams. <laughs> Yo, Aaron Dodds gonna eat freaking DJ like Popeyes. Oh my goodness! He didn't see a freaking dinner meal. He's like, yeah, uh, come here. With, uh, with Daniel Jones is gonna too? run away. Daniel Jones is gonna run away from him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. I, I would be surprised if Aaron Dodds was faster than Daniel James. I wouldn't be surprised. Daniel James, hold up. I wouldn't be surprised. Don't I, disrespect. You said Daniel James. Oh wait, no. What the heck? Don't disrespect the name, at least. Daniel Jones. There we go. 
<laughs> yeah, that's his twin brother. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and play the next audio message, which is from Jalen again. Here we go. Oh, this one's going to get me tight. Oh, my gosh. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. And I I also get fourth pick, so nice. um, I'm, I'm looking good right now. Oh my that is true. God. That is true. You got pick the top five right there. You got a really good foundation. David I, David, I got the six pick, bro. Oh my god! So, so you're four. gonna pick no one good in the top five, bro? No, no, no. I just want, bro. That's like the top four picks in fantasy this year, in my opinion, are like bona fide stuffs. Like you're gonna get the 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 necessary production that you need from them. That's mm-hmm. what I want. And the fact that mm, oh, <laughs> the fact that she got top four and she was like, which one's the top five best? It's, 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 like, come on, bro. But hey, man, you got you got it, man. Yeah, not and we I, with DD takeovers help. Honestly, you might just win the league. You might <laughs> honestly, you might just win the league. Uh, uh, but, but yeah, go ahead, man. No, nah, I mean. Hopefully, I want I want updates on what the scores are. I want to see the standings when it actually happens. So all I want I know, to hear those updates. All I know is that if I lose to her when we verse, I'm quit. I'm deleting the app. I'm quitting the entire. <laughs> I'm deleting that. I don't care. How do you quit? What, you can't quit it. I don't care what position. I could be. I could be undefeated if I lose to her, and I'm quitting. I can't, bro. No, bro. That can't happen. That cannot happen. No, oh, but either. Yeah. Either way, let's go into the next audio message, which is from Lava Man. Here we go. Let's hear it. So, so tell me, tell me, tell me why, Eric, that you don't like Dak at number one. Because look, Dak played a flawless game. I could have put him at number one for the first game against Tampa. Okay. And I could have, I could have put Aaron Rodgers at number one, but that's obvious. I know you guys like the Justin Tucker pick because 66 yards, that's an NFL worker. We'll never see that even broken for the next four or five years or even 100 years. I had to put Josh at, at four because he's not he's not playing like an MVP right now, but he's just getting started. So that's why I put him at number four. And Derrick Henry at number three—that's a good—that's a good thing. That, that, okay. that, that's a good pick right there. Lava man out. Okay, <laughs> and I have a perfect answer for this. Ready? First of all, Lava man, I would say this much: if you're basing it off of week three alone, right? I just don't agree because if you if you're telling if you're gonna sit here and tell me that jo- off of week three. If Josh, Allen, you're saying that Josh Allen's not playing like an MVP based off of only week three, I, you have to you have to go look back at the stats, bro. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna go into it because later on we'll go into it. You know, and, and no, I, I, I think it. Yeah, but, sorry, but, but I, I think you meant the like the whole season. If he means the whole season, then no, nah, it's a different story. It's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. Honestly, even if it is the whole season, I still wouldn't put Dak at one though. I put yeah, like I Matt that. Stafford or like. Um, That's a good one. Like Kyler Murray, Derek Carr, what well, all those guys? Lamar Jackson. No, let me stop. I, I can't even do that. Like, stop. Stop. <laughs> that, that's worse than saying Jets and Giants Super Bowl at that point. No, it is not. No, it is not. <laughs> no, you cannot say it. Sit there and say that with your combined record is zero and six. It's like, gonna be one and seven. Lamar broke a record this season, even though he has bad turnovers. <laughs> like you can't say that. 
gosh, bro. Wait, what but, did you uh, say the record was going to be? One and seven. Oh. Wait, so you just wait a minute. Wait, we're just going to casually bypass the fact that he just made the Jets lose this year, this week, too. No, it's pretty obvious. Like, I mean, come on. I can keep on praying that the Jets are going to win. I have a better chance of getting struck by lightning than the Jets winning a game this year. So, oh, God, I mean. Bro. All right, man. Well, either way, David, I say this is a good time to move on to our next segment. What do you say? Let's do it. All right, bro. I got yeah. some good ones, too. I'm excited. Awesome. Well, go ahead. Well, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we move on to our next segment called The Great Debate. And basically, this is like we, we ask you guys on Instagram. We give you like a little topic thing and we ask for your topics or debate topics for us to debate about but um th- this week we did not we did not get any instagram topics but um we eric does have some wait, of his own so wait what what david yeah it, we did get one last minute one that's what i was just we checking did for. at we the shot clock got, we got a shot clock cheese in the building shout out to chris Moon, man. <laughs> but <laughs> either way we got we got one more. We got one in the building before we get we get a couple in. Yeah, awesome. Let's hear it. So surprisingly, so uh, well, not surprisingly actually, because she's been she's been participating in this this episode, I would say. But Jalen actually sent in sent in a uh, debate topic. We love it. All right, so I'm gonna th- I'm gonna say what she typed, and then I'm like trying to like break it down to like I think I'm trying to like understand what she means, right? Let's translate so, it. All right. Yeah. In other words, she said, "Is boxing or wrestling harder?" Now, it's like, when she says wrestling, do you think she means, like, Olympic wrestling? Or do you think she means, like, well, should we just transfer it to UFC? Or, like, what do you think we should do? Uh, I was thinking more Olympic wrestling because it's two different categories. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm instantly, like, ruling out, like, WWE. I'm sorry. Like, no. Like, yeah, no, no. <laughs> don't, don't ever put WWE in the conversation with, like, punches. I mean, <laughs> Real I punches. Know, well, well. I mean, these dudes do fall off steel cages that are 20 feet No, in. they are very athletic, but they get yeah. punched in the face by Mike Tyson? I don't think so. No, it's <laughs> that they fall 50, yard, 50, 50 feet from the air. Or through tables at that, too. Wait, yeah. maybe we should do WWE. No, 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 no. This no, 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 no. All right, how about we break it down? And start, let's, let's start off with Olympic wrestling. Let's start off with Olympic wrestling. How about that? Real, so, Olympic wrestling. All right. Oh wow! Okay, okay. What? All what? Right. He said real Olympic wrestling. Real, real wrestling. I mean, <laughs> WWE right. is fake wrestling, right? <laughs> All right. What's it called? All right. Well, with that being said, David, which one's harder, boxing or Olympic wrestling? Um. Uh, it's really hard because they all boxing is basically just all you got to worry about is punches. And I know I'm just saying all you got to worry about because it's still hard to. Thing, but you're not worried about no leg kicks or nothing. Wrestling is kind of the same thing. You got to be worried about takedowns, uh, swing a uh, single leg takedown, all that other, all the other jazz. So basically, it's very tough because it's not like in picking boxing in the UFC because the UFC has like many different. There's Brazilian jiu-jitsu, wrestling. They got boxing when boxing just has just boxing. So it's like different to break it down. But if I'm being honest, I'm gonna have to say that wrestling, Olympic wrestling, is harder than boxing. The reason being is that that like they, they have so much body strain, so much body movements, and so much more activity that they have to excurt on wrestling than when you do boxing. Because boxing, I'll, I'm not trying to be like discredit boxing at any uh, at all, but boxing is basically punches move out of the way, and I'm not saying that's hard because it is definitely hard. 
But I'm saying if you look at wrestling, you got to be on the ground. You got you're standing up, and then you go to the ground, you sprawl as a defense. You try to take them down, one leg takedown. There's so many more complex moves in wrestling, which overall I think make it a much harder sport than boxing. Okay, I I um. Ah, uh, it's kind of, for me, it's very hard as well, because, like, I just, for me to say that one is, is harder than the other, I I feel some way of, like, kind of, like, discrediting the other one, and I don't want to feel that way, right? Mm-hmm. But if I have to pick one, I would say probably um, Olympic wrestling as well, um, just because of the fact, also, in boxing, you get little breaks, okay? And in Olympic wrestling, in a sense, you do get a, a little break, but it's, like, it's for a very short amount of time, you know what I mean? When they're, like, I don't know, I don't know really much how, I'm, I'm not too, like, big in Olympic wrestling, but I do know that like at certain times they like reset it and then like they go again, you know what I mean? Um one person mm-hmm. has an advantage over the other one, like in the bag, certain stuff like that. But um either either way, um Olympic wrestling I feel like is harder it's just just um because like just like you said, you said like the movements, right? And like different moves. There's so many different things that you can do, right? And also I would think it requires a lot more strength. Right. Yes. Because in other words, you have to pick. You have you have to be able to to wrap someone up like in in seconds. You know what I mean? It has to be so quick so they can't react to it. Right. And yeah. in boxing, it's somewhat the same. It's just that you have to. It's punches. You know, you have to be so quick that they can't react to it, so you can hit them in the face. But um, yeah. But overall, I think I think Olympic wrestling is harder. Now, I would buy like like you said before, boxing is is like right behind it in my opinion. Like it's literally right there. You know, boxing is extremely hard in my opinion as well because in both sports, the amount of the no, the physical shape that you have to be in is crazy in my opinion. Like, mm-hmm. the, like boxing and, and wrestling or Olympic I should, Olympic wrestling, sorry. Um, it the shape that you have to be in is crazy. Is like crazy, crazy, crazy. So, um, yeah, man. Also, I know like a lot of people that like. Um, say if they're just trying to like become like more in shape and like more like fit, um, they'll use boxing as a, as a way because boxing boxing training is no joke. It's crazy. So I'm at the yeah, wrestling now. They do a lot of strength and conditioning, which is basically like using your muscles, but also being timed to do it in like a certain amount of time, which can improve your cardio, which a lot of is good for wrestling and for boxing. There it is, bro. Yeah, man, for for sure. But now. Hold up. Okay. I got a question now. You sparked me. Well, yeah. Jalen, let's, let's, first of all, Jalen, your answer to your debate topic is um, Olympic wrestling. Me and David both agree that Olympic wrestling is a, is a little bit harder than boxing. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, David, is yes. wrestling hard? WWE, AEW. Fake wrestling? Th- stop saying I don't like the it's way you fake. You, but, like, the way you say it, it's not like you're trying to degrade it for some reason. It's I'm like, not degrading oh, it. It's just facts. Like, I love I'm, watching I'm, it. I love watching it. It's great entertainment. And I'm but still it's mad not because the thing is you're hitting me in a, in a certain spot, though, because, like, I'm, I'm still a WWE fan. I'm not going to lie. I still keep up with it a little bit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I got to ask you, like, do you think that profession is hard? Yeah, I know. Obviously, that profession is hard, and I give the athletes that do WWE credit because I don't feel like falling out of ten. I don't feel like falling down ten feet into t- tables. Like obviously, they are and they get pain. They do get bruises and all that stuff. I'm not discrediting WWE athletes. Obviously, they do a hard job and they do train and all the other stuff. But the reason why I said that, what I said before, 
is because it can't compare that to what the Olympic athletes, Olympic wrestlers do because it's two different things. You know, I, I just think when it comes down to which one is harder between Olympic wrestling and WWE, I think hands down Olympic wrestling takes it all the way. I just think they do a lot more training. It's a lot more physical excursion. They do get a lot of injuries. I saw this one college wrestling. I saw this one college wrestling thing, and uh, he was wrestling with a torn ACL at the moment. So it was very, very crucial. It's very hard on the, the legs and the joints and all that stuff. But I don't know. I just think the rest, hands down, I, I would pick wrestling as a harder thing than WWE, hands down, every single time. Okay. Now let me ask you this much. Mm-hmm. Um, which one is more dangerous? Dangerous? Or like, I'm going to die? What, what else is dangerous? Like, what do you think uh, am I going to die? Yeah. Like, which one am I more likely to die from? No, I mean, dangerous. Which one is more dangerous? You have to say likely to die. Just say which one I mean, dangerous. when I think of dangerous, I mean, like, my chances of dying. I, okay, that's what so I look then at take it. it that way. All right. So if I'm more likely to die, it'd probably be WWE because it's happened a lot of times. Because, like, I remember uh, they are some they, – they did happen in live events, too. Some person oh, fell yes. out of, like, a, a top of the ring, and he just I, – I, I don't know the full story, but it's something with his heart and all this stuff. He died. But I say more dangerous is probably WWE when they do those stunts. Not when they do those, those random, like, in the ring stuff, but when they do out of the ring stuff. I feel like it's a little, it's a little dangerous. Okay. All right. I had to ask you certain questions because I felt like you were just making WWE – now that you answer no. them, I feel like you're not anymore. I'm good now. I'm good now. I'm, I'm good. not disrespecting anyone. I don't disrespect people. That's the one thing I don't do. Except for I Ben will, Simmons. <laughs> but I will, I will critique it to an extent, which makes the other one <laughs> open the eyes to other people, you know, that one thing is harder than the other. Yeah, well, hold up, hold up, hold up. He said he doesn't disrespect people, but it's just, we're just going to call it constructive criticism, you know? Because when That's we talk is. about... We're going to talk about Daniel Jones' popcorn. It's constructive <laughs> criticism. Oh, my gosh, bro. It's constructive uh, criticism while having a laugh. You know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm crying inside when I talk about Daniel Jones' turnovers. <laughs> but I got to laugh about it because I don't want to cry, so I got to laugh. But, oh, my gosh. All right. Well, with that being said, David, I'm just going to do one more because I'm looking at the time, and like, I kind of want to – you, I want to get like I want I want you to have time to do the other segment as well before we get mm. to like the final one. But um, I got one debate topic for you that I'm really interested to talk about because we haven't talked about it um at all actually. We haven't well we talked about it a little bit but we didn't touch we touched base on it a little bit but we haven't really discussed it fully right. And okay. Before I do that, I just realized that we have an audio message, so I apologize for hyping that all, all up just to play audio. <laughs> but, it's like um, it's like the commercial. You just did like a commercial. Like watching a great movie or a TV show and be like, oh my goodness, who killed her? Like, and then all of a sudden, boom, next week on this. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you. That's what you just did. <laughs> Hold on. But, but let's go ahead and play it, man. It's from Lava Man. It's from Lava Man. So let's go ahead and play it. Here we go. I'm talking about the first three weeks. I'm only talking uh, about the first three weeks, guys. Okay, okay. That, that's, all I'm, that's all I'm saying. The first three weeks, Josh, ha- Josh hasn't really shown up like last year. That's so, not now these last two games we had scored, we have as we have outscored points, outscored teams 80, 80, 80, 78 to thirty one. The Bills have. Mm-hmm. 
No, if you do one through three, I don't put Josh Allen in that thing either. Because Josh Allen did good against the Dolphins, but then he did more MVP levels last week in week three. I I honestly don't even think Josh Allen is in the top five if you're doing the first three weeks. Yeah. I, in no particular order, if I had to pick the five best performers of the first three weeks, I would it'd be, you know, again, no particular order. I go Matt Staff, Matthew Stafford, Kyler Murray, Derek Carr, Tom Brady, and you can literally say, so I think, I'm pretty sure there's someone else that's played better than Josh Allen in these last few weeks. You know what I mean? Derrick Henry. There you go. Perfect. Derrick Henry. That's a perfect one because he had a monster game um, the, other, the other time against the Seahawks. So, yeah, like I don't even think if we're going all that, but that's in no particular order. Plus, I haven't had Even Cooper Cup, too. Sorry, Cooper Cup, Cooper too. Cooper Cup is insane. I'm saying that right. Mm-hmm. Stats-wise, he's monstrous. Like, he's... Dude, dude puts up the stat sheet every single, every single time. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But... Yeah, man, I would say, I would say, I would say those a couple of guys. There's still more guys that you can list too. Like, I feel like Justin Herbert hasn't been playing bad. You know what I mean? Um, uh, I want to say it's so bad. Mm, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Hey, you said it. I did it. You said it. I did it. <laughs> oh, I think I'm missing people too, to be honest. But either, oh, did I even say Aaron Rodgers? I didn't say Aaron Rodgers. Kirk Cousins, I would put in that conversation, too. Exactly. Kirk Cousins, he's been playing amazing, too. Russell Wilson has been playing good. You know, like, it's, it's, there's a lot of names to it. But um, that'd be my top five right there if it was the first week. What about you? Like, in no particular order, David. Uh, I, I pretty much agree with everyone there. Matthew Stafford, definitely. Uh, Cooper Cup would be in there. I like Tom Brady as well. Uh, uh, I don't know. Kirk Cousins, I would put a lot of guys. Uh, a lot of what you said in there as well. All right. Word. Definitely. All right. Well, with that being said, let me go back to the movie. You know what I mean? Like, we came there to the commercial break. But um, here we go. It's an NBA one, ladies and gentlemen. NBA one. Here it is. Is Ben Simmons in the wrong for what he is doing? Now, before you answer that, right, I want to yes. give you kind of like a little bit more information. So, like, I, so I kind of want to like. See what you have to what you have to say as a whole after I give you everything, right? So as okay. you know, for anyone that doesn't know, Ben Simmons is basically forcing his way out of Philadelphia. He won't speak to his teammates, won't speak to anybody in in the front office or anything like that, right? He wants out completely, right? And now, uh, like he won't answer phone calls and certain things like that, and um, he just, in other words, he's just ghosting them, in other words, or he's like just cutting them off as a whole. He has to be traded at this point, right? And um, also, there's been other things said. Um, Joe, like there's other things said. Like Joe Embiid has tried to reach out. You know, other teammates have tried to reach out. He just will not speak to anybody. So, mm-hmm. with that being said, David, answer the answer the debate topic. Uh, is Ben Simmons in the wrong? Yeah, hundred percent, hands down, he's in the wrong. Um, I just don't think that you can walk away from a situation in Philadelphia where they try to build around you and they try to help you and Joel Embiid and uh, you walk away and say like nothing like that, that organization meant nothing to you when it obviously has. Now there has been some the ups and downs with the, with the team, with any team actually like Doc Rivers after the Hawks game, he's like said something controversial about Ben Simmons and basically the relationship fell apart, but you can't just cut people out. Like I can understand the organization, the general managers, the coaches, but you're cutting out the players like Joel Embiid, like guys that you worked with, you trained with, that you can consider your family in a sense, 
I mean, I don't know how close he was with them. He could have had some bad blood with them. But I just think he's 100% in the wrong for what he did. Just basically going cold turkey and leaving everyone out of his life. Like, not answering text messages, not texting, not answering calls. And just it's kind of like being, like, I don't know, just being a little baby in a sense. Like, just turning his back on everything he had. Like, I don't know. And then again, it's kind of ignorant for me to say because I don't know what Ben Simmons was treated like in the locker room or behind the scenes. But what I what I see right now, I'm thinking that Ben Simmons is in the wrong for what he's doing because if Joel Embiid's trying to reach out to him, all the other players are trying to reach out to him, and Philadelphia 76ers were were like Ben Simmons was a key part of that that organization. So like the way he just left, I think it was kind of rude and uh, unexpected. All right. Well, I I I'm I'm glad you bought, I'm glad like you like said what you said right there. Um I want to talk about this cuz like I find it I would say he's he's in the wrong. I understand what he is doing, but I believe how he's doing it is is the is the wrong. It is that's the big wrong right there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I disagree with the fact that you've completely stopped talking to anybody. Right. Yeah. This is not some type of high school breakup, you know. Right? Like, or like this is. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is not. This is not high school drama. You handle yourself maturely. I don't think it's the right thing to do. Now, again, like you said, and I'm gonna say the same thing as well. It could be ignorant for me to say that because I don't know what's going. I don't know what I didn't said to him in the locker room as well. But overall, for you not to answer anybody's calls at all, and knowing that the calls are trying to fix the situation. Right, mm-hmm. that would lead me to believe that something bad happened, and we don't know about it because he won't speak on it. Right? Yeah. But overall, from what I've heard, Joel Embiid has come out to the press, right? And Joel Embiid has said two things, right? The first thing that he said that caught my attention was he goes, "At the end of the day, this is an, this is a business. It's an organization, and you have to go along with the organization. Like you have to know that you have to know it's a business. You have to know it's an organization, and they will do anything to win." He goes, "For example, if." If if the Warriors came knocking at the door, now this is really this is unrealistic, right? But he said this is words to Joel Embiid. He goes, if the words if the Warriors come knocking at 76's door and they say we want Joel Embiid for Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, you think that and and then he goes, you think that they're not going to take that? He goes, I would take that for all I care. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's some it's thing that they have to do. So the fact that you're in the fact that you're like making this such a big deal. It's like you're, they're, they're going to be forced to do. They're, they're going to be forced to do what's best for the for the organization. And no offense, you have not been best for the organization. You know, like, mm-hmm. especially after this playoff run, it shows. It shows. And then he also came out and he said this. He was like, everything has been. This is this is what leads me to believe that Ben Simmons is in the wrong, right? And nothing has really yeah. been done to him because Joel Embiid comes around and he goes, everything has been built around you. This whole That's team I, yeah. has been built around you. This organization has been built around you. Now imagine a player like Joel Embiid saying that. An MVP MVP candidate, Joel Embiid, is saying that the team has been built around Ben Simmons. They also said that when Jimmy Butler, when Jimmy Butler was on the team, now we remember that 76 team, right? When it was yep. Jimmy Butler, Joel Embiid, um, and Ben Simmons. They said they got rid of Jimmy Butler for Ben Simmons so the ball can be in his hands more. Or in his hands. Yeah, that, I said that right, right? Yeah. In yeah, his hands right. more, right? So overall, it's like imagine getting rid of such a, a great talent like Jimmy Butler just for just to better Ben Simmons. 
And then Joel Embiid goes on to say, he goes, which I still think was the wrong decision. Was the wrong decision. And clearly it was. Because now look, now look what's going on. Now Ben Simmons is throwing a hissy fit, and he's forcing his way out of Philadelphia. So it, overall, yeah. I'm going to have to agree with you on that, man. It's like, it's you can't, it's one thing to want out in an organization. And if you want out, I've seen players do the same thing, right? We've seen players force out, force a trade and everything like that. But, and in my opinion, for you to do that, if you can do whatever you want. That's fine. But the fact that you're not responding to anybody and you're just ignoring everyone now, that is where I draw the line. I don't feel like that's acceptable at all, in my opinion. Yeah, it's not. And I liked when you brought up that Joel Embiid thing because I, I remember watching, I remember seeing that exact thing you just said with the Jimmy Butler thing. Like, ben, this whole thing, this whole 76ers organization was built around Ben Simmons to better him. And to get rid of a guy like Jimmy Butler just because Ben Simmons wants the ball more, it's kind of absurd. And I can see why the other players are upset with Ben Simmons at the moment. But I like where you brought that up. Thank you. And, like, and also, like, you just made me think of another thing as well. It's like the players have every right to be angry at you, you know, because they've done everything for you to get better, to lead the team. They, like, like they said, they got rid of a great a all-star caliber player for you. You understand? And for you to just ghost all of them now? It's it, it's it's terrible. It's honestly terrible, man. Terrible. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I want I want to touch base on that really quick, man, because that 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 that's been under my skin a little bit lately. You know what I mean? I, yeah, and rightfully so, because it's been under mine as well. But either way, you know, Ben Simmons, you're free to you're free to come on this show, and we can talk about it. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you can come on the show. And talk about it with us, and we can really pick your brain, man. And you know, like we said, it's always the same space on DNA Takeover. So if you know, mm-hmm. if you wanted to come over and go on the show and like just free your mind, we would listen to you. Yeah, and also and not even that, just to see, because the famous quote always goes: "There's always three sides to a story." His, his, his mind and the truth. So that's so true. I want to hear Ben Simmons' side, Joel Embiid, Rudy heard, and then we can make the truth decision off of those. Exactly, man. And honestly, we would be if he honestly was to come on the show, we wouldn't be like yelling at him like this. To be honest with you, like we wouldn't be yelling at him like this. But either way, <laughs> let's go ahead and play. We have an audio message before we move on to our next segment, so let's go ahead and play that one really quick. Here we go. Let's do it. Yo, David, I have to respectfully disagree, man. This with what? This croissant is really good. It's hitting the spot. I got some little garlic. And I onion powder, um, yeah. butter with a little Italian seasoning, but um, that's not <laughs> that's uh, not what I'm here. Oh. Um, what I was trying to say was, how can you sit there and say your coach says it and your superstar teammate says you're the problem? You can't shoot. We can't trust you. We can't trust you on the line. The teams are fouling you because they know you you're not gonna be able to make three yes. throws. Like that's yes. very hard on. Anybody as a human being to feel like your the team has just put their put turned their back on you. So I don't think he's in the wrong for wanting to be done with them. Yes, they gave him opportunity. Yes, they made him a star. But at the same time, they basically clowned him and said he was the problem. So if he's the problem, why should he be there? See, that is a good point as well. They also did clown him, but we are seeing different examples. Like you, Mister Motivate, you brought up that example. Definitely, there were memes about Ben Simmons, and I bet you they were talking about it in the locker room. They were memeing him, memeing him as well. <laughs> but when we look at, 
But when when you look at Joel Embiid's perspective, what he said is that they built it around Ben Simmons, and then he's being treated like this. It's kind of like, not like does he deserve to get to get mean? Obviously, no one does get deserved. But like, it's like, does his rights justify his actions in a sense? If that makes any sense. No, and you know, I'm gonna in a sense, I'm gonna come to David's defense a little bit, right? Mr. Motivations, he says. He, he said, like, I don't think he's in the wrong for, for wanting to leave Philadelphia. I personally, I'm going to say right here, that wasn't what I, like, technically asked. You know what I mean? I technically asked, I was like, is Ben Simmons in the wrong for doing what he, for, for what he is doing? And what I meant by that was basically how he's acting, right? I, like, I said it before, I'm like, any player, if you want to leave and that's the way you want to leave, we've seen it happen. We've seen players force trades before. You know what I mean? And that's okay as a player. If they, if you don't want to be there, if it's that bad of an environment, but so be it. But the fact, I don't, I, me and David, and David, you can jump in if you, if I'm like not mm-hmm. for you properly. But like, okay. me and David don't agree with the fact that he shut everyone out. That's not, that's not, that's not acceptable in my, in, in our opinion. Because like we said, this organization has been built around you. Everyone has been has been building around you. So when something goes wrong and you get clowned for a little bit, you got to take that one because it is it, what everything that everything that's been saying is true. Okay. Now, is it, is it rough to hear? Yes. Can you want, if, if, if it's rough to hear, you want to leave. So be it, go ahead and go and go somewhere. But the fact that you want to shut us out now because, and, and because of this one last year and you want to forget everything else that we've already been through, that's a little bit much. And mm-hmm. and it's not the proper way to handle it. It's not the appropriate way to handle it. You 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 have to talk things out. And they also were calling him, trying to trying to make the situation better. And he didn't even want to do that at that point. So that also like I said before, that leads me to believe that there must have been something else even worse than this that's been said. Right, that mm-hmm. we don't know, we don't know the full story. That's when, we, and we both say it, like it's kind of ignorant for us to say because we don't know we're not in his shoes. You know what I mean? But for but for what we've seen, that that's the kind of like that that we we don't want, like we don't understand why you would shut people out like that. You know? Yeah. Well said, Eric. You know what, Eric? You just lawyered me up. That's what you just did. You lawyered <laughs> me up. You know my. If I if God forbid I ever get into a case, Eric, I'm calling you. From yeah, being the takeover. Yeah, no. We gotta start a commercial. <laughs> when in need, accident, injury, motorcycle injury, call D and E takeover. Uh, and the number the the, the number is D and E takeover eight. <laughs> <laughs> and then the slogan the slogan it would be you be pointing like looking angry at the screen and like when they throw sand we throw rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh my gosh. I mean, that'd be a, be a good Go commercial. Ahead. That'd be Dude, a good commercial. That'd be the greatest commercial, man. Come on now. <laughs> but for anyone that doesn't understand, um, that's a little. If you don't understand what we're saying right there, you have to go back to last episode on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or the Anchor app, or any other podcasting platform that you have. You already know, and you can go ahead and stream it there and listen to that podcast because we came up with a new quote from DD Takeover. Ourselves, yeah. man. We got we got ourselves, man. When they throw sand, you throw rocks, bro. Come That's on. That's it, man. That's it. It's such a bad <laughs> <laughs> It's so good, though. All right, man. Well, 
let's go ahead and play this last audio message, David, and then we're going to go on to the next segment so you can get yours in and stuff like that, all right? All right, man. All right, here we go. Let me be Skip Bayless real quick and bring up a person that we ain't even talking about. It ain't got nothing to do with nothing. So, <laughs> if you saying that it's wrong for Ben Simmons to shut out the team because they basically done with one another, Kyrie Irving was in the wrong when he ran out of Sage. So, he hopped on a Zoom call to talk to the CEO of the stage company to get him some more stage and didn't talk to his coaches or teammates and just ran away for two weeks. <laughs> So it's like, yo, like, don't, like, like you say, I agree with you to that point. Don't just run away and don't say nothing. But it also on the other side, when you done, you done. You know what I'm saying? So when you finish, you finish. He done. <laughs> His age is done. He's done. They, he already let the team know that he done. I don't care what you done for me. Once you done me wrong and I'm finished, we ain't got nothing left to talk about. Uh, I just... Uh, you know, you have a very valid point right there. You know, I, I, it is it is very true. But at the same time, it's like it's very easy to say once you do once you done me wrong, I I I we have nothing else to talk about. You know what I mean? Because when you say done me wrong, the most that they've done is say that he cost them that game. And that yeah, in, in an organization or in a business type like on a team, that's very hard to say because it's like. Well, I mean, that's kind of, like, rough. I'd say, like, they're all putting on one player. And me and David have been on teams before, so, like, we would understand how that would feel. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. it's very hard to just say that one situation and be like, you know what, it was his fault. Everyone knows it, though. So, it, over, for, for me, it's like, you just trump the past three years over one comment, and you know it's your fault, too? There's mm -hmm. got to be more to the story. There's got to be more yeah. to the story. Now it there could be more. Be uh, there could be more, but we obviously we don't know because we're not behind the scenes. Yeah. But yeah, just I, that's why I get confusing because they said they're going to build. A, they they supported Ben Simmons, and all of a sudden they say that he's a problem, and then they want to get rid of him. And then also, if if you're the if you, if Ben Simmons like if you know you did wrong, at least own up to it and say like, oh, I did the wrong. So let me try to improve better because you know. Players like Michael Jordan, if they get criticism, guess what they're doing? They go they're back to see the gym. him wake up at six o'clock in the morning, go to the gym, and, and improve on what they just they did bad. Exactly, just pull them wrong every single time. And also, not to mention, I will say this in like defense of like Ben Simmons in a sense, right? Um, there was like there was one statement that I don't think that need that need to be released to the public. I think it was pretty self-explanatory already as it is. But the 76ers came out. And said they were like, you know, we've tried to help him with his with his free throw with his shooting and stuff, and it just hasn't gotten better. He hasn't done anything. I don't really think, in my opinion, as an organization, I don't think that needs to be said to the press because, like, we already know that social media bumps everything up to like a million times more than it is, right? Mm -hmm. So by saying that, people are gonna go crazy. But overall, I thought we already knew that as a, as as the public. You know what I mean? We knew that you guys yeah. helped him. That's your job. We expect you to do that. Right? If he wasn't, I'm 99% sure Ben Simmons would have said it himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. But oh, overall, it's like that that didn't need to be said. So I can understand in that point where it's like, you know what? I'm done. They're clowning me too much, right? And I'm leaving. But at the same time, it's like mm, uh, it was just too abrupt for me. And the fact the way he's handling it, I don't agree. I don't agree, man. It's just, it's, you can't, it's not right. But Mr. Motivation is back, bro. He's 
He's back. He's we back love it, man. Audio message, man. This is what we're talking about. We love the audio message. We love the back and forth. You disagree with us, you know, it's all good because we love hearing it. And that's why we call it the great debate. Simple as that, man. Simple Basically. as that, right? Basically. But let's go ahead and play this audio message. Here we go. Yo, team is about... I'm, I'm going to stop because I know y'all got to move on. But team <laughs> is about, like, unity and togetherness and brotherhood and of sisterhood course. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So if your brother make a mistake, you don't clown your brother. You you pick him up. You lift him up and say, yo, he going to get better. Yo, he going to bounce back from this. You don't blame him and say he's the reason. He's he, he's the problem. He's this. He's that. That's not what a team does. If one of us fall, we all fall. Y'all know that. So come, come on. They did this man wrong. Come on. They did him wrong. So I know two wrongs don't make a right, but they make they make a left. I think I don't know, but <laughs> yo, he he just being reactive to how he was re to how he was done. Like I mean, it may be kid stuff, it may be high school stuff. You say how you want to say it, but at the end of the day, we all got feelings and emotions, and once your feelings hurt, man. Of course, of course, but I will say they did do good to him, like That's- in the beginning of his. Thing. It's not like they've been all negative towards him. They've been trying to help him throughout the years. So, like, when when you want a team, let me ask you this much: when you want a team, right, and you've given everything, it's a brotherhood, it's a familyhood, right, or it's a family, right, and you're giving your all every single day, day in, day out, every game, every playoff game, everything, just to get to one goal, which is to win a championship, right? That's all you're trying to do, and then you look over and your brother's not doing much. Right, your brother's doing enough to be a good player, but he's not doing—he's not doing the necessary things to get you over that hump. And you know, if he just does this one thing, they will get over the hump. So you spend—I think it was—I want to say three years, maybe even more. You spend three years, right, building it around him, focusing on him, right. And within those three years, he's still not working hard enough. At what point? Do you tell you? Do you walk up to your brother and be like, "Bro, you're not doing it"? Constructive, con- constructive criticism can still be a thing. Now, I will agree with you. They did him wrong by bringing certain statements to the public, like I said before. But at the end of the day, you have to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, "Is this? Am, am I doing the wrong thing? Am I not working hard enough for my team to make my team better?" When you know, when you know the team's built around you too. Mm-hmm. Now. I think you brought that, that, that word public is really got because there's one thing like, you know, there's a brotherhood as a family when you're on a sports team and all this stuff. See, like, say, like me and you are on a team, right, Eric? And you're, you know, and I'm not putting in the work or something. And you're, you're putting in the work. You're going to come over to me, right? Privately with no cameras and tell me, hey, you got to work on this. You got to improve something, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you don't say it in the, in the press. That's why I get it. Cause you know, media. They go, they go real quick, and then they make everything a big deal. So I can kind of see, in that sense, like don't talk to the media about it. If you go individual 1v1 or with the team, it's a lot better. Because the media can make everything all sorts of ways. Most definitely. See, and also, also, sorry, this will be the last thing that we got to move on. <laughs> yeah. We are going to run over. We are going to run over. But of course. I will say this much, bro. It's like the – like, for example, Joel Embiid, he didn't go to the press until everything was basically confirmed already, right? 
Ben Simmons not speaking to anybody. Ben Simmons forcing his way out. All that was already said. So by this time, whatever Joel Embiid says, it doesn't matter anymore because Ben Simmons already wants to leave. Joel Embiid could come back and be like, bro, like, still come back to the brotherhood, stuff like that. It won't matter because the organization won't take him back. He's too much of a risk. It's a business. At the end of the day, it's a business. They, they need to make they, – they're going to look to make money. They're going to look to win championships. And if Ben Simmons don't want to be a part of that, well, then so be it. He's going he gonna, he gonna to leave, right? But at yeah. the end of the day, we didn't hear nothing from the teammates when, when everything was going on. We didn't hear nothing from them. So why is it okay now to just shut them out? They, they, they weren't behind closed doors. We don't know what was going on behind closed doors, but we can certainly tell you that it wasn't happening in the public. We were not hearing it. So it's like, yeah, Doc Rivers threw him under the bus a little bit with, with some of the statements that he was making. But, dude, I, I don't know, man. From what I saw, it's like there's at some point you got to be real with yourself, right? And you got you to gotta ask yourself, it's like, am I doing enough? And if you think that you're doing enough and they're not treating you right, then leave. There, there's nothing wrong with that. Leave. Go ahead. But – I don't think I don't think he was doing enough. That that's just, that's from what we've heard. Again, it could just be the fact that we don't know certain things, but that leaves the open for Ben Simmons to come on the show. <laughs> come we on, gotta hear ben, the other side. But, uh, I honestly love to hear him out though. I would. I honestly would. No, obviously, I want to hear the side of the story too. Because I'm pretty sure, David. I'm pretty sure you and I both can say we've been in situations where uh, teams have done us dirty. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Listen, but, uh, ladies and gentlemen, me and David have we we we've we've been through our fair share. All right, he's a dust dirty man. Oh it's, yeah. It's, oh my gosh, man! But you burn the bridge, burn the bridge. <laughs> Yo, just throw rocks at them. Come on. <laughs> yeah, throw rocks at the bridge. But uh, no, but that's true. But. Who would have, you know, Ben Simmons, man, we got to DM Ben Simmons again on the show, obviously, because I want to hear that side of the story. But yeah, uh, we got to move on to our next segment. And shout out to Mr. Motivation for those audio messages, man. We love when you interact with yeah, us, definitely. if anyone interacts with us as well. But um, that's why it's called The Great Debate. But um, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, we move on to our next segment called Big Deal, Not a Big Deal. And um, basically, the rules are simple. Uh, me and Eric, we give topics back and forth to each other, and we state whether they are a Big deal or not a big deal? So, well, tonight is going to be just you because I, I'm just not me. Going, yeah, just you. <laughs> Speed it up, yeah. But um, big deal, not a big deal, Eric. The MLB wild card race drama, and I'm going to break it down for you before you answer it. So, I'm going to go over the wild card, the AL wild card teams. You got the Yankees in the top position, a game ahead of the Boston Red Sox in the second spot, and then. Half a game behind the Boston Red Sox, you got the Seattle Mariners. And then a game behind Boston, you have Toronto Blue Jays. So who do you think is gonna you think it's gonna stay Yankees in Boston? Or you think Seattle's gonna move up? Or you think Yankees are gonna drop down? What do you think? Huh. Oh my gosh, you should already know the answer to this. <laughs> Four games Come left. On, Yankees all the way, baby. Come on. <laughs> I don't care. Biased, unbiased. I don't care. They're winning it. They're winning it. They're not win- Well, not winning it. Let's not go that far. But, like, I'm saying this, and they're getting, they're, getting that, they're getting that wild card spot, man. They're getting it. And they're going to get it with, with, with confidence, right? We're going we're gonna to easily walk in there. We're going to dominate these last couple of games, and we're going to walk into the playoffs, man. That's what Let's I like it. to hear, man. That's Let's what I like it. to hear. 
we're going to go crazy, man. That's all I got to say. That was an easy one. Big deal. Yankees. <laughs> get it in there, man. Awesome. I agree with that 100%. Yankees. But who do you think is going to get the second spot? Boston, Seattle. Seattle's on a they've been they've won they're they're on a four game one streak and they won nine of they're nine and one in their last ten games so they're on a hot streak. Oh my gosh! If I'm being completely real with you, ladies and gentlemen, I do not care about any of these teams. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> what is it called? No, let me be. Let me be real. Um. Uh, uh, this is it's 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 tough. I want to say Boston. It's possible for Seattle. But I, I feel like Boston is just going to hold it out, to be honest with you. I'm just, I feel like Boston is going to hold it out, man. What do you, I mean, what do you I, think? I think that's probably right, too, because they're versing the Baltimore Orioles, and they're, like, the worst team in baseball. But, but <laughs> Seattle, you know, Seattle, they have, they have the longest pay- playoff drought in any MLB team. So they're looking to get that – they're sealed that, that wild card spot to, to end the drought. So That would be – that would be amazing, man, but I don't think it's going to happen. I'm sorry, Seattle. Yeah. Yeah, but, that drought's going to continue. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and then we move to the NL wild card. We have confirmed the two spots for the wild card race. And um, you got the L.A. Dodgers are going up against the St. Louis Cardinals in one game. Winner goes home. Who do you think is pulling out with that W? L.A. Dodgers, baby. Hands down. Going with LA Dodgers. Gotta go with LA Dodgers, man. That that game, I'll be honest with you, I, again, I don't really I'm I'm not I'm not really like too like into it into it because not any of my teams, obviously. But um LA Dodgers, man. LA Dodgers. Yeah, I mean it, it most it most definitely has to be the LA Dodgers. Because they have hundred and two wins and they're in the wild card position. So that's just absurd. But LA Dodgers, they are a World Series favorite, so we'll see if they get there. And also, I just want to say this. I know this is like nothing, nothing to do with um with playoffs, but um, listen, guys, the Padres will be back. <laughs> they they will be back. Don't sleep. We will be back next year. So will and, so will the Mets. No 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 Mets no Mets no Mets no Mets. But the Padres they will be back, man. But they're called the Padres. It's 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 inevitable. You are in love with that name, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) They called the Padres. Oh, my gosh. That's the best name in the world. I'm going to give my fantasy team that. The Padres. That might sound good. For freaking um, but for basketball though, because it's like I'm doing basketball fancy. Oh, like, uh, you can't the, do the basketball Bro- Padres. No. The Brooklyn Padres. I could make. I could combine no. two teams. Why no. not? Doesn't sound good. Brooklyn Padres. Like, says who? On. Says me. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm good. I'm renaming it right now. I'm doing it. You know, everyone. Do you think? Do you think Brooklyn Padres sounds good? Because I don't. Whoa, whoa. We don't gotta get everybody involved in this. Oh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> But, uh, you gotta do that. <laughs> but uh, to sum it up, that's your two wild card spots. You know, uh, AL wild card. It comes down to the next four teams. They got another four games to play, so we'll see what happens. Playoffs start October fifth, Tuesday, October fifth. So it's gonna be an exciting day for baseball, most definitely. But so uh, next big deal, not a big deal, and um, big deal or not a big deal, Eric. Ready? Yeah. There's a new sheriff in town. Uh oh. And if you don't get it, I'm gonna tell you why. Oh wait. Real Madrid lose to Sheriff 2-1 in the Champions League, (laughs) UEFA Champions League. Big deal or not a big deal? 
See now, I'm I'm like laughing now, but then like my laughing instantly stopped. You should see my face because you mentioned the word Champions League, and then I just rem- I just got back. Fl- um, what's the word? Um, flashbacks. Flashbacks to what happened this week. Oh my god, no. Uh, all right. Uh, big deal because that's like Sheriff's like first game like ever in the Champions League, and they beat a 13 time Champions League team. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, that's an ex- extremely big deal. The freaking and, Sheriffs. And guess this, the the Sheriffs are ruling the, the group stage because they're in first place with six points. Who would have thought? Oh thought? What kind of fraudulent is the fraudulent <laughs> stuff is this, bro? The you know, Sheriffs. I love seeing I love seeing an underdog though. I'm not gonna lie, I love seeing it. The sheriff, oh, <laughs> but imagine listening to a team called Sheriff. Nah, uh, couldn't be me. But here, here's the breakdown of the game. Ready? Sheriff only had four shots on goal, uh, four shots total, three shots on goal, and when you look at Real Madrid, they had 31 shots, no, <laughs> and 11 shots on target, and Real Madrid had a possession of 76 to uh, 24. And then basically off of that, you can pretty much – and they had 13 corners to share of zero. So you can pretty much know who dominated the game. It was just unlucky for Real Madrid to score. Like, the net was blocked. Well, I mean, the keeper did a very fine job of saving a lot of goals. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. And also, give him credit. Did you see the winning goal? Uh, I did not. Dude, it came outside the 18. Dude rifled it to literally, like, the – there was put it this way, it was so top corner, there was no way you were saving it. Ever. Like, <laughs> ever. It was it was a prayer. It was dude, this, dude they, they awesome. should they should next game is gonna be like six nothing Real Madrid watch. It's gonna be oh, bad. Man. That's that was Look, I love seeing Sheriff win, man. They're ahead of their group, man. If they make it, that'd be awesome. But yeah. um so big deal? Big deal or not a big deal? I didn't know I didn't Yeah, it's it. a big deal. All right, cool. Uh, next one. I'm gonna go with next. Next two are gonna be uh, Champions League because we had a lot no, happening. Wait, in Champions no, League. wait, no, David, David, David. <laughs> I'm in a, I'm in a good mood right now. Don't do it, bro. No, Don't I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not mentioning your team. But Messi scores his first goal for PSG in the Champions League as oh, they beat Man City two nothing. Big deal or not a big deal? Definitely big deal. That thing was a banger. Oh my god. That was god. very nice. Very nice shot. Dude. Oh my gosh! He, he pulled it. He pushed it. Um, passed it to Mbappe, and then Mbappe laid him off. One time side foot into the top. Of the, oh my god! It was a beautiful shot. Edison didn't know what to do. He had no idea. <laughs> he was lost for words. Oh, ah, yeah. man, that was that was amazing, bro. Amazing. I needed that. I needed that for sure. But very happy to see him score, and very happy for him to take down City, bro. Very happy about that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was a great. Yeah, big deal. Obviously. Me and Eric both agree is a big deal. Messi scoring his first goal for PSG in a different uniform, to be exact, than Barcelona. So um, it's, it's definitely a milestone you could put. But just to be, uh, just PSG <laughs> as a whole to beat Man City was a great victory. Adds gives them another three points, so it's obviously good. So big deal. We both agree, big deal. Yeah. Now, so <laughs> now the other Champions League one I have is um, Man United bounces back. After Ronaldo's 95th minute goal to win the game 2-1 against Villa Villa Real, Villa Real. Yo, all I'm gonna say is this big much. deal. Wait, big deal, not a big deal. Sorry, I forgot yeah. that part. What's it called? Ronaldo's goal is the only big deal about that game. Sorry, like Ronaldo <laughs> scored. 
Everything else, all I'm gonna say, listen, it's gonna be. I'm gonna keep it short and sweet, right? Ronaldo is Ronaldo, goaded. Okay, that goal mm-hmm. was that goal was great. Right place, right time. He's just a, he's just the most one of the most dangerous men in, in the world, if not the most dangerous man, right? But mm-hmm. um, what's it called? All I'm gonna say is this: for everything else that happened in that game, there's only two words I have. Ole out. Done. Yeah, please, please. <laughs> God, ever since I've been a Man United fan. I've been seeing what these Man United fans have been seeing. It's terrible coaching. <laughs> Ugh. But get him out, I, bro. Get him out, actually. But there's some fun facts about Ronaldo. Uh, Ronaldo's this is some Ronaldo's records. So most this game marked his most appearances ever in any Champions League game by a player, and that's 178. So he has a new record, and also. He just get a new record as well. The most teams scored against. He scored against 37 teams, different teams, in the Bro- Champions League. Bro- beating Messi's 36. So, just another add another leg, another record to his legacy. Broken character, man. He's a robot. He's actually a robot. <laughs> he's he not is. Human. But you saw when he took off his shirt and he screamed? Bro, yeah. he's not human. He's like 36 <laughs> and he's, he's embarrassing to everyone. It's crazy. <laughs> Awesome, man. It's awesome. Oh my gosh, man. But with without um further ado, man, how many more you got, David? How many more you got? Uh I got a couple more. Okay. Real right, right. Uh also, real quick, this is not one of my big deal, not a big deal, but I gotta shout out my team. Uh Benfica beat Barcelona three oh, nothing. Shout out to Benfica, oh man. Oh my to god. Beat Barcelona to add another terrible loss to their terrible record this season. Okay. So, but- okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. You just going to say, oh, don't worry. I'm not going to bring it up. Okay. Yeah. I had to. It was my team, Benfica. If it was another team, then I would have never brought my it up. Team. Benfica, my yeah. team. Benfica, yeah. They're my Portuguese team. I've but never heard that once in my life. I have, I have a hat, and I have a banner to prove it. I have a hat of be of, of, of <laughs> New York Cosmos. You think I'm a New York Cosmos fan? Like, you don't get it. You don't get it, man. You don't get it. Nah, it's the my first gosh. Portuguese team I liked. The first one I liked, but and we move on. Nah. And we do move on, actually. So big deal, not a big deal. This is a little bit of WNBA, so women's basketball. We got to promote that as well. Uh, Connecticut Suns forward Jonquil Jones named WNBA MVP of the season. Big deal, not a big deal. Hey man, big. It, that's 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 a lot, man. Big deal, bro. Big deal mm-hmm. all all the time, bro. Like to win MVP at any given moment is always a big deal. So, and is that our first time winning, or am I? I believe so. I believe, yeah. It's another thing. It's the first time winning too. So great, uh, a great accomplishment for her. And hopefully, hopefully she can keep it going, man. Hopefully she can mm-hmm. keep it going next season. Yeah, she did win Most Improved in 2018, and then the year before she won Six Man of the Year, I believe. So, Dang, adding wait. another. <laughs> She might be like a Grand Slam champion or something. <laughs> no. All she needs is a defensive player of the year. What what the wait a minute. Imagine going from six man of the year. I mean six well technically it's like six women of the year, right? Yeah. To, all right. And then and then and then um what was the other one you said? Most improved. Most improved. The MVP? Yo, she's in the she's in the, the gym, bro. She's yes. grinding. So she won WNBA's Most Improved Award in 2017, and then 2018 she was the sixth player of the year. She's nasty. Mm-hmm. I word. 
Also, just, um, quick, quick um, update. Yes, I ended up changing my fantasy team to Brooklyn Padres. Like it's official. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Yep. No way. But um, the, the Brooklyn Padres. The, the, <laughs> no, it sounds so bad. <laughs> but it uh, sounds amazing. I'm happy with it. <laughs> but uh, just to give her overall points and what she averaged for the season, she averaged 19.4 points per game, 11.2 rebounds per game, 2.8 assists a game, 1.3 block shots, and 1.3 steals. So she was all over the place. Indeed, man. Indeed. We love to see it, though. We love to see it. Awesome. But um, I got I got two more. All right. Both baseball. So, big deal or not a big deal? Toronto Blue Jays second baseman Marcus Simeon sets MLB record for the most home runs by a second baseman with 44 home runs. Big deal or not a big deal? Big deal, bro. Every single, every single time you break a record, it's a big deal. Because records... Records, one, they're made to be broken. And two, you never know. When you set a record, you never know how long it's going to last. So that is true. The, the thing that what he just did, right, He could that could last for the next century. Literally. Yeah. Like, we wouldn't know. Like, we, we, the, 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 only the future knows. Only the future holds that answer, right? So that's an amazing deal. Right? Putting yourself in, um, in the record books, man, congratulations to him. Yeah, I, I, honestly, it's great for him. And uh, to add your name into the MLB record books, your name will never be taken out of that when you think about it. It's just adding another milestone to his career that he's going to have. Hopefully a great one. But um, awesome for him. Definitely, man, definitely. And the last one, last MLB one, St. Louis Cardinals end their 17-game winning streak, which was the long, tied for the, the fourth longest for an a National League team in MLB history. So, oh, they still. Oh, I think you better say like it ended or something. I'm not gonna lie. No, it did <laughs> end. It ended yesterday. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, either way, it's still a big deal. 17 games. Mm-hmm. That's valid, man. That's valid. That's valid. Tied for fourth. Um, can't go. Can't go much wrong with that, man. I mean. It sucks that he couldn't get to the first place position, but either way, man, awesome, amazing, amazing accomplishment. Of course, as always, but big deal for me as well. But ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up my big deal, not a big deal topics. And since we are almost 18 minutes over time, but <laughs> we got to go over our last and our best segment, uh, the go to the week. And basically, for anyone that doesn't know, on every Thursday of, this, of our podcast, on our episode, we do a go to the week, and it basically sums up the whole entire week, the previous week of the players. And basically on that week, we look at the teams, the players that played awesome. And from that, we formulate a top five with five honorable mentions as well. But in that top five, the number one of the top five is considered the go to the week. And to assure everyone, the go to the week does not mean the greatest player of all time. It's just a fun little spinoff that me and Eric do for the best player of the week. But we call it the goat of the week. Love that. Love that, man. <laughs> and I'm excited, bro. I, oh, I I like the NFL go to. I think I might like it a little bit more than NBA's. Really? Yeah, because it's just I like because in the NBA's we used to go do it every single time, and the NBA schedule was a little bit different, so we had to do it every single every single episode. This one, the NFL, everyone plays at the same time, so like there's like yeah. no excuse. You know what I mean? This is like a real real go of the week. It's like it's like if this segment was made for the NFL. You know? <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's just, bro. It's amazing, but. David, I think you go first this week, bro. 
All right, man. Let's let's start it. But um, let's. I'm excited, bro. Let's hear it, bro. <laughs> but uh, I start off with my honorable mentions. Unfortunately, these guys cannot make it into the top five, but they still get recognized for their, their uh, well they did. And uh, I have Byron Murphy, the Arizona Cardinals cornerback, with two interceptions and one return for a pick six. Pick six. And um, I have Devontae Adams, Kirk Cousins, Ezekiel Elliott, and Cooper Cup in my on uh, in my five honorable mentions. So, without further ado, let's get into my top five. And uh, at number five, we got Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert did absolutely insane in this game. He did awesome numbers. He threw. He pretty much did great against a Kansas City a Kansas City Chiefs team who is dominant as well. He had 281 yards for four touchdowns and a 68.4 percent completed completion rate. He just did absolutely great. But you could not make number four because this guy did great as well and at number four i got the baltimore raven justin tucker justin tucker at and you guys know why he had an nfl record breaking record with 66 yard field goal and not just to not just because of his to tie the game or anything it was to win the game and guess what if he would have missed it they would have lost so it was even more crucial on that thing it's called clutch pressure and he completed checked off every single box of that and now he's got a new nfl record so Congratulations, Justin Tucker. You are, in fact, my number four of my go to the week. But, however, you cannot beat this guy because he did absolutely awesome as well. At number three, I have the the Los Angeles Ram, Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford was unstoppable as well. Against the Buccaneers, Tom Brady, it was a little dual, dual action they had going. But he had a 71.1% completion rate, 343 yards passing, four touchdowns. And he, no interceptions. He was absolutely on fire as well. And he is proving – he's marking – he's been putting a stamp on his MVP race. I'm going to say it right there. He's going to look good for MVP times. That's all I'm going to say. But congratulations, uh, Matthew Stafford, for being number three. It is well-deserved. And uh, But this guy, number two, he did a little bit better, unfortunately. And uh, this guy's a little – is a defenseman, actually. And uh, he's a – D lineman, and uh, he's from the Cleveland Browns. I got to go with uh, Miles Garrett at number two, and uh, this is the reason why, ladies and gentlemen, he had four and a half sacks at his highest career high or beat his career high. It's a new career high for him. Uh, he had seven total tackles and four tackles for a loss and six QB hits. Just insane numbers for him in a win against Justin Fields in the Chicago Bears. So awesome numbers for him especially when you put above three sacks, I mean, and not even that, but you have above, when you have that many tackles for a loss, it's got to be recognized. And Miles Garrett, I did recognize you, but however, you cannot beat this number one for me. And um, he did absolutely phenomenal. But shout out to Miles Garrett. But at number one, this guy, he bounced back from a slow start in the season. And um, that's all I'm going to say before I give it away. So Eric, without further ado, please give that drum roll. The Buffalo Bill, Josh Allen. Josh Allen against the Washington football defense had 74.4% completion rate, 358 yards, and four touchdowns. He was absolutely insane with one rushing touchdown as well. So he actually had five total touchdowns with four passing and one rushing. So he just did – he went crazy in a victory, 
to 21 against the Washington football team. He just, I can't even put into words how he did. Uh, he just did awesome. He improved from what he did in the first game, first two games. Like, obviously, he's improving all around. And it's great to see Josh Allen back to where he was left off last season. So, Josh Allen, congratulations on being a first-timer on the Oracle David's GOAT of the Week. Congrats. Hi, man. Hi, David. I respect yeah. your list. All right, I man. respect your list. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what it is about this NFL one, but I get, like, more excited. I don't know why. <laughs> like, whenever I, hear you, whenever I hear your list, I'm like, wow, am I really? I Because mean, I feel like it's more accurate than NBA's. You know what I mean? But it's only one game, though. That's the thing, because you can't it, really. Exactly. That's all it is. So, without further ado, bro, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and go into mine. Now, for this one, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to list stats for mine because um, of, of the time, but I'm going to go ahead and just go into it, bro. Here it is. So, first off, oh, yeah, that's what I wanted to do. First off, you're going to get a little bit mad at me, and I'm a little bit mad at myself, but I felt like I couldn't do it for some reason. But but after hearing your list, I realized that I probably could have. But um, I, mean, I just want to put on the side, just like a mini a mini goal of the week. I know it's like not really a real thing, but um, Justin Tucker. Okay, I'm gonna tell you guys right now, he didn't make my list. Okay, he didn't make my list at all, right? And I just want to put like I want to put like a little like I want to acknowledge him for what he did, like David did. In other words, like breaking the NFL record that's probably re- that's realistically not gonna be broken for like another decade. Let's be honest, right? So. Shout out to Justin Tucker, and you know he's a Baltimore Raven, so I have to give him some type of props. I'm sorry, I had to, but um, unfortunately, he did not make my list. But I'm gonna go ahead and go on with my list. Here it is, my album mentions. Ooh, David. Oh, David's about to turn, turn her like he's uh, he's about to literally like fall on the floor right now. At the first, the first album mention is um Miles Garrett of the Cleveland Browns. Whoa, 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 I'm sorry, Miles Garrett. Is Miles Garrett? Then um Peyton Barber of the Raiders, Justin Jefferson of the Vikings, Deshaun Jackson with with the Rams, and Devontae Adams with the Green Bay Packers. Now, going to the top five. At number five, we have the the Charger, Justin Herbert. You know, we had a great week. Obviously, outbeat, outplaying Patrick Mahomes. I mean, come on, man. Like, you, you can't get much better than that, realistically. Um, and then at the fourth position, we have the Viking as well, Kirk Cousins. Shout out to Vikings players. You know, we had, we had two Vikings players up in here. You know, we, we like that. We like that. Um, but Kirk Cousins had an ama- amazing week as well. I had to give him his props. At number three, now, Dave, I'm, I'm shocked that you didn't mention this dude. Wide receiver. Not only do we have two of the Vikings, but we also had two of the Chargers because Mike Williams definitely was making it in for me. I believe, if I remember the stats correctly, he had, I want to say, like, 120 yards and two touchdowns. And as a wide receiver, I was like, what? So, are you kidding me? Like, it's, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. But uh, to clear, to, Sorry to interrupt, but talk about the stats. He had seven receptions for 122 yards and uh, two touchdowns. So Disgusting. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, David. Thank you, David. Um, absolutely, absolutely insane stats. Had to put him in there. But he couldn't get that. He couldn't get that second spot because that second spot goes to um, a guy that everyone's been talking about that possibly could win MVP this year, and that is Matthew Stafford. 
of the Rams, man. Matthew Stafford had a um oh it's two Rams players as well. Look at that. Wow. All right. So I didn't even notice that. I put Deshaun Jackson in there too. But Matthew Stafford had an amazing week. An amazing week. These next two people that I'm about like the Matt Matthew Stafford, Matthew Stafford, the next person on that list, both had crazy weeks. So it was really hard to choose between these two. But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, my goal of the week for the first time on Easy E is The Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jack. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Whoa. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I am muted so fast. <laughs> oh. oh my God. That was the great. That was the greatest thing. That was the greatest. Yo, it's Josh Allen, ladies and gentlemen. Me and David agreed again. There's no other way. There's no other way we could go around it, man. This Josh Allen had a crazy, crazy week. But, um, Without further without further ado, that's it, man. That's it for me. But um, yeah, man. Go ahead. How'd you feel board. about that? How'd you feel about the Lamar? I track? like the Mike. I like the Mike Williams one. I don't really. I don't know if I would put it in my top five, but definitely probably an honorable mention. But um, I like that one. I'm surprised you didn't put Miles Garrett in top five. I was very shocked about that. But yeah, um, I'm a little shocked uh, about it too. And to Justin Tucker. <laughs> Justin Tucker's not in top five. Okay, Justin Tucker's not in the top five either. But and you're a Baltimore Ravens fan. Uh, I thought he was gonna be I, number I one. Want, I was afraid. I didn't want to hear the bias comments. Like, oh, he's biased. Oh, it's just there's no bias when you break an NFL record. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What about Lamar at one? Right, Lamar at one. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was muted and I tried to press that button so fast because I, <laughs> I, I I couldn't I couldn't hold it in. I, I was hoping that you were joking. He said what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my gosh! Well, without further ado, David, we agree again. Yeah, man. I find it, you know, see, I find it that since it's more consistent and more easy to pick, I feel like we constantly keep agreeing. I don't know. Yeah, and it's also like just one game a week, and so exactly. NBA is like you can have two games before our episode and all that other stuff. Yeah, man. But, but without, but without further ado, man, close it out for us, bro. Of course. Uh, I just want to say thank you to everyone who took the time out of their day just to listen to us. You know, we appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome. Don't forget about it. And also, if you haven't given us a follow on the Stereo app, please click our faces and click that follow button. It'd be much appreciated. And also subscribe to the show so that we can expand, 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 <laughs> expand our family and expand our brand to many other people on this platform as well. And um, also, if you missed a show, don't worry about it. Because you know why? If you missed the beginning, if you missed the ending, if you missed the middle, or if you missed the whole thing, or you want to go back to a part, don't worry about it. Because guess what? It gets edited and posted on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast on. And um, please, on Spotify, please give us a follow on Apple Podcasts. Please give us a follow and review our, review our episodes, review our podcast, and tell us what you guys think. Because your opinion matters, and we want to hear it. And um, also... If you want to get updates on our shows, you can follow our Instagram. It is official underscore DE underscore takeover. And on this, you're not only going to get updates on our shows, you're also going to interact with us. You can interact with our stories, give your opinions, give your debate topics, and uh, just hear little, uh, little parts of the show that we post on there as well. But um, if you want to follow that, that is official underscore DE underscore takeover. I will say it again, official underscore DE underscore takeover. And... Um, also, if you want to get to know your co-host of the show is a little bit more, a little more personal, 
You can follow my Instagram. It is David underscore Rod underscore O2. And Eric's is Eric underscore Hines 16. Beautiful. Please go give those a follow as well. And um, also, we have a YouTube channel as well. It's called DNE Takeover. You have to put it in full cast because we're not that popular yet, yet being the keyword. But um, please, we have two videos up at the moment. We just posted one two days ago. And uh, it is the, the soccer challenge. So please go check that out as well. Please like, comment, subscribe on the channel and comment and like on our videos as well. We also have the basketball one up there as well. And uh, please like, comment, subscribe to our YouTube channel, please. And um, uh, with I, I think that pretty much sums it up. And be sure to tune in on Monday. And you gotta, we got to check up on the time. So be sure to follow that Instagram. That's why it's so important. But be sure to tune in on Monday to hear us go with, with uh, our big deal, not a big deals, our great debates and our predictions to see what we got correct and what we got incorrect and see if the Oracle can take the lead from the easy at the moment. So, Hey, man, listen, the Oracle will not be taking anything from easy. Let's make that clear right now. <laughs> that will yeah, okay. not be happening. No, yeah, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> but either way, man, just really quick. We appreciate every single one of you guys so much for popping out to the show tonight. And be ready for Monday, man. It's going to be another great show. Yes, sir. All right, man. It's been your boy, Easy E, Eric Hines. And your boy, the Oracle, D-Rod. And we're out. Peace. Peace.